Welcome back to the Screaming Idiot Show. I know that everybody probably gets tired of hearing me say that, but listen, you got to make sure that you're catering to the returning listeners and the new listeners out there. So, welcome back, everybody. Glad to have everybody back in, and we got a hell of a show for you today. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Solo episode. Actually, this will be our last solo episode of season three. We've got some awesome guests coming in uh, for the last two episodes of the season. We can say who they are, right? So we've got yeah. we've got the guys from as of now as of now as of now uh, cancellations <laughs> happen. We we've been through a couple of those. We understand people got shit to do, but um, uh, we've got the guys from Brad and Justin from Sour Blood coming in. We've talked about them several times uh, on this show before, so we're super excited to have those guys come on and talk about a bunch of different shit. And then uh, also Daniel and Andrew from the band Waste of White, who I have fanboyed over plenty on this show. Uh, Going to have them in for the season finale, I believe. So, looking forward to that. Um, um, Waste of White will be first. Oh, so Sour yeah. Blood season finale. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Right. So, um, I don't handle scheduling. I just do the I just do the intro and the video. <laughs> I, I would like to mention on that point that we almost have enough people lined up for our fourth season as far as guests go if you're interested in hopping on the show mm-hmm. let us know hit us up yeah, it and, fills uh, up fast it does fill up fast but we also Which like we said we have cancellations and stuff so it helps to be able to fit somebody in yeah we're we're really blessed to uh be able to have people actually be interested and, and want to come on and mm-hmm. whether you're a just a music fan you're a musician you're in a band you're you're a music producer like Mitch we had on the show earlier this season. Um, I think we're very fortunate to have people that actually want to come on and, and tell their story and shoot the shit with us. So. Well, it's like every every person that um, has mentioned they want to get on the show, they all give us the, I guess, reviews and kind of feedback that we've talked about in the past where it's just relatable conversations. It's people that... They don't have as many people to have these kind of conversations with. They Absolutely. don't get to have these kind of com- conversations every day and for them to be able to listen. And I had one guy mention, he's like, you guys are literally taking the thoughts right out of my head. Yeah. And I had another one mention that, you know, a buddy from the Rowdy Roadies, he um, he was talking about how it reminded him of sitting out in like these campgrounds during festivals where Jesus people Christ just sit around. Reserve is good. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, sorry. we're back on our oh, yeah. show bourbon. So. Yeah. Hey, plug, plug that I'm shit. Sorry. Woodford plug. Reserve. Hey, right. straight Woodford Reserve, baby. It I got the double smooth. oak myself. Too. I got the last of the Heaven's Door. Yeah, which we we talked about on the uh, last yeah. podcast. That was a bonus the content last? episode. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. it was. So, but anyway, um, sorry, I had to mention that. that yeah, great shit, bro. So yeah, he was just mentioning how how. It, it reminded him of these nights out at these festivals where people just, you know, sit around a fire and whatnot and just shoot the shit about music. And um, he said the thing he loves about these conversations is even though we, we sometimes bicker back and forth, sometimes we fight a little bit, it's it's all in good fun. Absolutely. No one gets offended. No, no one well, brings politics into it. Like, yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's I, and for the listeners, these are real conversations that we have in our group chat every day. Yeah. Like and some of these conversations get, are fresh. What's it's that? it's not like we we prepped for the no, the, uh-uh. the no, pod no, 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 with these no. conversations. Someone comes up with a topic idea and says, "Hey, what do you think about this? Can we dive into this?" And we're like, "Fuck yeah, that sounds great." Our saying is oh, every time we start talking save about it for the pod. Save it for the pod. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. say that all the time because we 
we've learned to, you know, it makes us more excited when we talk about it on the pod and it like each of us don't know what each of us are going to say compared to already having that conversation together. Um, and you know, the conversations that we have in our group chat, sometimes we get in little arguments with each other and yep. piss each other off and shit talk other bands that somebody else likes. We were nope. shitting on each other the we other were day. We shitting <laughs> on each other the other day. You coming after bad omens. I mean, them's fighting I didn't words, come right? after them. I just said they're not, the they don't deserve the hype. See? <laughs> they don't deserve the hype. People. All right. This, uh, this episode anyways, took a turn. Anyways, real quick plug. Um, I do want to thank, by the time this episode comes out, uh, these festivals will have, I think, already happened, both of them, maybe not. But I want to shout out our buddy Jake Jake Perkins at Metalcore Highlights. We talk about him all the time. Wearing our wearing our merch, wearing our T-shirt at the Upheaval Festival up in Michigan. Shout out Jake for representing up there. Love and you. shout out Tyler Heidi for repping our merch, you know, our, our, our T-shirt at the Louder Than Life Festival. So spreading the Screaming Idiots show love out there, getting the word out. Um, you know, that's when we when we did the merch. We didn't give a shit about money. It's not about making money. It's about having a walking billboard because we want more of you guys and gals listening to the show, being a part of the brotherhood, and uh, taking part in these conversations. So everybody that's been wearing our merch these past couple weeks, thank you so fucking much for doing that and being our walking mm-hmm. billboards and being our brand advocates. So uh, without further ado, let's dive into this shit. Let's go. Preston, you had a fantastic topic that I believe it's been a week since you first thought of it. Um and I'll let you introduce it, and then we'll kind of start diving into it. So go ahead, brother. Yeah, so I had some thoughts recently, and there's a specific band that I won't mention yet that we have been back and forth about as of late. I'll give you a hint. Tyler and I have some apologies to make. Go ahead. I don't have as many apologies as you do. I got a lot of apologies. <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe that's a good hint for later on in the show. But it got me thinking about other bands... Not that they did the exact same thing, but something similar happened in regards to the masses of people uh, that followed these particular artists. And I got to thinking back, and I was like, a day to remember. It's one band we've briefly mentioned on this show. Once or twice, not much. Yeah, and that's that's not a discredit to them, but... Maybe just because it's it's it they're still putting out new material, but it's older to us to where we haven't we haven't delved into them in a long time. Not since this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, since you brought the topic up, so I wanted to talk about a day to remember in a way that why what what were they doing at the time that was so different, and what. Why is it that they blew up the way they did and became the absolute biggest band mm-hmm. in the scene at that time? I think and I we'll, got to think it. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think we'll all have a similar but different take on this. So go ahead. Or, or some pieces that maybe we haven't even thought yeah, of. Yeah, for sure. You know, so I got to thinking and I'm like, man, why? And A Day to Remember wasn't my favorite, but I always liked them. Yeah. Very did. similar to you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they um, got some fucking jams. Yeah, bro. they got, I mean, they can write the fuck out of a chorus. They can just um, write the shit out of a song, man. So I, I I tried to revert back and I was thinking, I'm like, so there were, there were these elements of punk music that they had, but then they would bring in these chugs and these screams into their music, but then they would have, not a ballady chorus, that's not the way to put it, but just a chorus that brought people in and maybe it was a punkier type chorus. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but it was this like it was this mesh of these certain few genres of music that brought so many different kinds of people together whether it was musicians themselves or it was just music listeners that were into punk that were into popular stuff uh that were into metal music and it just i think back and i'm like man they they did such a good job at pu- pulling all of that together at once and i mean there's a reason they blew up like they did and controlled the fucking scene for five eight years oh yeah oh, every bit of it go ahead man sure okay so it's it's so funny when you first mentioned this topic and i and i started diving back into the discography and again, one remembering how much I was, I, I loved this shit when I was younger. You remember the downfall of us all in the locker room? Yeah, bro. <laughs> the, home, the entire Homesick album. Dude, yeah. That's 2009. I mean, we're yep. in high school. Yep. So I I got to thinking, and I'll dive into my point here in a minute, but I was like, was the day to remember one of the very first bands that really started to like cross genre shit and bring, now obviously they weren't one of the, you know, yeah, but in the metal scene, specifically the metalcore scene, were they one of those first bands that really started to pull at all these different groups of fans and get them here in this, this mm-hmm. same area? And the reason Come I to say, the dark side, yeah, the reason I say <laughs> that is they had so many different elements, and you said it of punk, of pop, of metal, of 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 gent, of you know all these different subgenres of music. And I said it, you know, right before we hit the record button, it's like, man, you had people that would have been listening to Fallout Boy. Yes. That came and listened to, I mean, the, the yes. emo scene, you know, um, bands that were listening to Fallout Boy, bands that were listening to Mayday Parade, or, you know, all these different levels of music. And like you said, even the pop scene. Yeah. They were able to incorporate so many different <clears throat> elements of all those different styles of music and put them into one. And... You know, we'll, we'll get into other bands that have done that. Um, we, we've talked about a little similar topic to this of, of like gateway bands, mm-hmm. bands that are great. Hey, how do you, <coughs> if you were to get somebody that's never listened to metalcore, uh, <coughs> bless you. Allergies bugging you? Oh, I'm, I'm struggling. Well, right, I mean, would Sleeping with Sirens and Amity Affliction exist if it wasn't for Today to Remember? I wish Amity didn't exist, but yes. But you get what I mean. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, at the time, like it was, YouTube's it felt like see they, my sweaty ass forehead hottered <laughs> fucking here. It felt like a day to remember was able to cultivate so many of these other bands yeah. at the time because of what they did. And not that it mean it was all simp, it was all the same thing because it wasn't, but no, it's so if you think about, and I don't want to dive in too big of a rabbit hole here before I let Tyler speak. Um, but if you think about a song, like, uh, if it means a lot to you mm-hmm. or, um, Hell, even sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail. Mm-hmm. Those songs are all over the place, and they invoke so many different feelings in one song, much similar to a band we're going to talk about later, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of why we're having this episode. <laughs> so we're, we'll tie in another band that everybody really likes. It'll make sense when we get there. But these songs that can in, invoke so many different feelings in a three, four, five-minute period. Um Man, there wasn't a lot of bands doing that in 2009, 2010, 11. Um, you were either here or you were here. Kind of, And yeah. a day to remember was doing a lot of that shit in the in-between and kind of mixing all these different elements into one. Or you, or as a listener, you listen to multiple genres of music, but not in one. Right. 
Right, you know absolutely. I, mean? Not yeah. in one. I think that's why they were big for us in in high school was because man, we were so stuck in this kill switch engage all the remains bullet for my mm-hmm. Valentine like this straight up metalcore vibe of you know this is what we listen to and this is it and then we start listening to that homesick album and it's like oh well this is different well and even I really before fucking homesick like it. but I, I I do believe it was homesick that truly got us hooked yeah that was the album that got I me know hooked there anyways. was an album before or maybe a couple albums before that that I really liked been, but, um, Tyler go ahead and make your point brother I will start by saying that uh, earlier on. I fucking hated a day to remember. Okay. So when I was in high school and I was, you know, listening to the shit, I was listening to more hard rock, um, sometimes heavier shit. Um, but the heavier shit I was listening to was things like Under Oath. Yeah. Uh, I would dabble a little bit in Kill Switch. Was, you know, wasn't something I listened to on the regular. Um, some A little bit of like death metal and things like that. When I heard a day to remember in high school, I was like, "These dudes are fucking pussies." Yeah, but in in the manner that I typically heard them was people who really didn't listen to metal that right. were listening to this this new band. There were a lot of girls that oh, listened yeah. to a day to remember. Yep, and. So I'm list, I'm I'm kind of outside looking in, judging the book by its cover kind of thing, and I'm like, based Dude, on the people that I'm seeing listen to this, this isn't really what they do. This isn't really what they listen to. There's something about this band that just isn't right to me. So I really didn't give them a fair chance. In all fairness, we were the same way at first mm-hmm. because just like you said, we're yeah. like these guys are fucking pussies. What's this soft ass shit? Yep. Right. But, like, um, dude, something's banging around outside. Well, the reason, we reason I looked at y'all weird for a second, and the camera was probably going to see it as well, I thought somebody was robbing our ship for a second, but the wind's moment. picking up, and I think we might be getting a storm soon. I hope so. We need some fucking rain. We need rain. some rain Side back. Ag yeah. farm guy over here. We need mm. some fucking rain. I know. I know. Anyway, oh. so, back to a day to remember. Um, I didn't really give them much of a chance until after high school. And it was, I'd say, somewhere around 2015 Oh, so you got into them late. That I started okay. really giving them a fair chance and kind of diving back into some of their, their stuff at the time. And that's when it hit me that... Them motherfuckers are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> look, <laughs> look, look, I'm, I'm going to break this shit down for you. Let's look, it's a the, the, the vocals, right? When I hear him sing his clean vocals, mm-hmm. it is punk. Yes. All, all, the, all the way. way. And yep. it's melodic. Yep. And it's. Oh, dude. When. Oh, my Lord. Jesus. Look. When that dude sings, it's not like he's doing anything super spectacular. Does he have good range? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, does he have pretty good tone? Yes. Is he going to go down as one of the greatest vocalists ever? Fuck no, he's not. But goddamn, that dude would hit a chorus. Mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers would not miss. No. They would nope. not miss. Every nope. chorus is a banger. And I'm like, yep. fuck, dude. Well, 
And it's not even like a bunch of cheesy bullshit no, either. No, it's good. Elite oh, songwriters, bro. They're, oh man, look, such bro. Good if I look through their top, these songs. dudes' choruses hit me, and I'm just like, a, a day to remember kind of day. Let's do it. Yeah, so, it's a day to remember. Yeah, <laughs> it is a day to remember. <laughs> oh god, that was an awful pun. I'm gonna go fucking kill myself. I'm looking now. through just Apple Musicing. But anyway, Musicking. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they got banger after banger oh, after then, banger, dude. Then listen, shut up, shut up. Sorry. Listen. <laughs> so then he screams, right? Yeah. And bro, that's straight metalcore. Yeah, he's got some elements of it. Like too. No, I think that their their front man doesn't do the cleans, right? Or does he do it all? Does it all? He does as far it all? as I know. Okay. Yeah, I, he might I, have. I think some there's a little bit vocals. of backups in there. Yeah. But okay. Fair enough. He he does pretty much all of it, and when he screams, I'm like, dude, that's fuck, that's metal as fuck, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, dude. I'm like, damn. Well, I mean, you. Gotta... So I'm sitting here listening. And I'm like, the punk me is is just losing a shit. And then the metal me is like stank facing in uh-huh. the breakdown. Uh-huh. And the verse Disrespect your surrounding. Yeah. Oh, there's like man. elements of crab core. Yeah. And then there was like, you know, there was a little bit of that crab yeah. core in there with the. Let's go. Oh, yeah, baby. You had some of the chanting and whatnot. Yep. Now, here's here's one of the biggest complaints I had about them. And it was the chanting. So that. Because uh, you thought it was cheesy. Second album. Uh, it's hold uh, on uh, it's, homesick yeah homesick. yeah so homesick there was a lot of that second that album chanting. would be old record then homesick okay so oh, i don't album. i don't have the other uh i must be missing one anyway i'm missing one so i'm uh i'm hearing this chanting and stuff and i was like man this is this is like stupid why the fuck is mm-hmm. this in there mm-hmm but then you you come down to uh, Bro, there's so many good fucking songs like on that album. look there are but so it's the many. chanting just yeah I, I couldn't do it but then you come into like uh, what separates me from you yep. and common courtesy yep what separates me from you I love that there's album. still some of that chanting in there but it's more tasteful mm-hmm. and it was it mm. was probably you know now that I'm looking at it it was probably the album common courtesy when I really kind of started getting into them a little bit yeah um and it was hearing that tasteful take on adding in some of that chanting and whatnot but they were also doing songs like end of me and uh what was the other one Best of Me and End of Me, I think, where like there was some acoustic shit in there, and then they just came came you slamming song in. Titles from them, bro. We did. Um, actually, we had them before them, so fuck them. I don't know which one I like better, Common Courtesy or um, Homesick. Those are my two favorite albums from them. Ooh, um, mine's mine's what I think mine is what separates me from you. Is that the? I can picture the album cover in my mind. The dude in the hourglass yep, in the that's city. It. Yep, that's it. Yeah, but yeah, that. So yeah, vocally they were pulling a lot of influence from these two major kind of subgenres that were emerging at the time. Um, well, I mean, punk had punk been around for a thing, while. Yeah, yeah but, but they it was were, like a modern were, punk. Yeah, it was like a modern punk, and they're they're pulling that, and then they're pulling these metalcore the yeah. screams, and then you come to like the guitar work. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the guitar work a little I bit. Pick, oh, oh, uh, twist uh, my arm. 
uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so look, heavy as fuck. Chugs. Chugs, Nick man. Nocturnal would be losing that his fucking mind, That shit was <laughs> Chug City, bitch. And I was, oh. Uh, you know, Dude, in drummer? high school, I kind of, I was cool with it, but it wasn't my favorite thing. And I thought, like, the Chugs were somewhat of a cop-out. But because late, it was an easy fill, it, it was an easy yeah. fill. It was something easy to do, but at the same time, screaming evidence songs. We did a lot of chugs, so I was like, I Especially really can't the knock stuff. them. The old yeah. stuff was a lot of chugs, yeah. but the reason for that was because, you know, you had Sean playing a lot of these like bar chords and power chords and shit like that, and I wasn't much of a lead guitarist. So what I would do is do more rhythmic shit behind him and I would use the chugs as like this rhythmic mm-hmm. thing to kind of show like the the difference between the two guitars instead of us playing exactly the same thing. So there was a lot of chugs, so I really couldn't knock them for that. But you start looking at it like they're cleans and stuff too. Yeah. Oh, bro. And they had oh, really bro. really good clean tone in a time really where in a time where clean had almost been... Now, I know we're talking the difference of like 2004, 2005 to about 2000... Anywhere from 10 to 15. 2005, in my opinion, was like prime clean tone. There were some of the best fucking cleans in the yeah. world out there in like 05. Especially like bullet. Mm-hmm. Make you wet your pants. So I do like to do that. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> That's a matter of morning. Morning, you gotta go. <laughs> uh, I gotta. What do you think of this flying vehicle, Morty? Anyways, the the cleans I feel like had been somewhat forgotten in that early 2010s into the 2000 teens, and they did a amazing job of creating a beautiful clean tone, but also, you know picking out chords and making a really yes. pretty, you know what I mean? It's something that you guys, Screaming Evidence, loves mm-hmm. to do is pick out a chord. Mm-hmm. And those guys were doing it at an elite level. Um, another thing I loved about the guitar work, and I'm going to tie in drums into this, their drummer is a fucking masterpiece, dude. He is incredible. He is not a bitch. No, no, he is not a bitch at all. The fact that they, like, so Chugs, I agree with your sentiment that a lot of times Chugs can get annoying or feel like a cop-out. Yeah, they get overused Yeah, they sometimes. do. They're, they're an easy fill. Yeah, okay. That's cool. That's But I, sometimes. I but sometimes. Sometimes, man. So they did a fantastic job of tying in Chugs, matching them with, a, with the double bass. Everybody knows that all their, you know, a lot of their songs have a lot of that, matching the double bass with the Chugs. And for me, it created an an atmosphere of holy shit. This isn't just boring ass chugs. This is yeah fucking beating the shit out of me. Well, they use mm-hmm. them so timely, man. They yes. use them so timely. And that that brings me to another aspect is one of the things that you know we were doing in screaming evidence even early on, and we got complimented on a lot would be us switching from clean to distortion, distortion to clean. You do do that and, a lot. And going back and forth. And A Day to Remember was doing that. Yep. And they did it really fucking well. And I don't think there's a lot of bands out there that do it very well. A Day to Remember did it. They fucking killed it. Mm-hmm. And so many of their songs have elements of both. 
in such a tasteful way and they blend together perfectly. And it's really hard to, to kind of go from like, you know, maybe a, a clean verse into distortion, but then come back to clean. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, it's, it's, it's kind of hard coming out of distortion and, and going back soft, but <clears throat> they did it really well. I, when it comes to, um, most influential, or most important in the heavy modern metal world, man, you got to put them on that list. Yes, you do. You got to put yes, them on you it, do. regardless yep. of how and whether mm, you loved them, hated them, or were, were in between. Yeah, yeah, you got to put them yep. on it because the amount of fans from different um, genres—they were giant. Yeah, dude, they were huge. I mean, they were the biggest band in the world for a while. I mean, in uh, in metal specifically in that scene. I don't know about in metal, Good but thing I know about what you Warped mean. Tour, like, yeah, I mean, like, yep, yep. You know, those, that was one of yep. the biggest bands to go see well, on I mean, that. I have, were I have a slight theory, fans. though, too. I think part yep. of their okay. popularity came from them being able to captivate the audience of yes. women. Yep. Which is extremely important. Yes, because Which look, boy, look, ties in you the know what, you know, we're, we're gonna, show. we're gonna, we're gonna go there. Worship. We're gonna go there. Look, Worship. if there's hot chicks at every one of your shows, there's gonna be a lot of dudes I here too. My car is get, sorry, but I think my car is getting beat by something outside. Right no, now. so there's a tree branch kind of hanging down, so and it's, pro- it's probably tapping on the roof here. Okay. So that's probably you where a lot of the noise is. Yeah, get me a new car. Fuck it. But anyways. But I, yeah. I remember, like, a lot of chicks really loving A Day Love to Remember. Them. Yep. And Not just chicks. Hot ones. Hot ones. Not ugly ones. Hot, hot ones. ones. Goth girls. Emo girls. Hot ones. Scene girls. Scene, Scene girls. Jesus Christ. Shout out my boy Carson Ferguson, because I know you listen to the pod. <laughs> And you love goth and emo girls. Yes. Oh, guys. I love them so much. You know what we're talking so about. Much. Look, you put, a, you put a hot, pale chick With in black, black hair. I'm, I'm, it's over. It's <laughs> black lipstick. You know what? Take my child. I'm sorry, support. honey. I'm sorry, honey. I love you. I love you. Ignore this. <laughs> Don't Goth. love you that much. Skip. <laughs> <Don't> lo- <laughs> Goth girls. Chef's kiss. Yep. So no, and that's huge because we've talked about it on this pod. It's like, man, I want to capture more of a, a, a bigger female audience. I want to capture because there's so many female metalheads out there we and i we've got some that interact with us on twitter uh which is awesome uh one of them her name's met her twitter handles metalcore shoddy she's out Sweet. of canada so shout out metalcore oh yeah um, what's up girl so i always trying to capture you know a more uh you know more of the female audience because y'all are incredible you women drive so much of the uh metal market because the men that are in it are always going to be there. Mm-hmm. Always going to be there. Okay. Yeah. So if you can drive interaction, engagement, downloads, concert tickets, merch, whatever it might be, it's going to be with the vast majority of women. Mm-hmm. So a band like a day to remember being able to kind of corner that market mm-hmm. in a business sense was fucking At massive time, for them mm-hmm. dude when massive. punk music was kind of going away oh like, for sure and another but thing, the emo scene was 
Huge. It was popping, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge, bro. Hey, I love that the emo scene was popping while I was in middle school and high school. Same. Because middle that was school, like, dude. That was like the my favorite part of life. <laughs> That's what kept me going in, in, in those remember, times. I remember doing the Soldier Boy at fucking, you know, middle school dance, and then a Fall Out Boy song would come on. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Somebody play a day to remember. Well, and that's the other thing that we've pretty much talked about already, but it's like, when you think about their music, even though they all, several songs had really awesome parts, whether it's guitar, it's drums, it's vocals, they gave a fuck about the song. Oh, yeah. Like, they weren't right. If it's just, not a good song, we ain't fucking with it. No, and I, I said it earlier, it. they were absolutely incredible songwriters. Their lyrics are amazing. Yep. And the way that they would, and I said it, I, I'm not, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but the way that they could invoke emotion um, with their songwriting and their lyric structure uh, is rare these days. <laughs> and it was really rare back then in yeah, the I age guess, of Crabcore. Um, I, I just think it's so interesting to take a step back and think about like, how big they fucking were at the time, because they were a big fucking deal. Like I said, I think there was a time where they were the biggest band in the world, in that scene. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I, when yeah. I say biggest band in the world, now I mean, yeah, I understand Breaking Benjamin was there, Lincoln Park was there. There was a lot of those more uh, radio-friendly bands. Um. Man, I'm getting soft. I said radio-friendly, not octane core. Bad <laughs> rock. Uh, there were some of those, you know, Shine Down Seether. Yeah, we get that those bands were. But I'm talking in the actual heavy metal, metalcore scene. There was a time where A Day to Remember they was the biggest big band. Deal, um, which, God, that's interesting. It's like, who's the biggest band in the metalcore scene now? Shit. <laughs> I'm not trying to take us down a rabbit hole, but it, it did just kind of make me think hmm. of who the biggest band and and. And the metalcore scene is I now. I would say it'd have to be either like Moz or Currents. I would agree with that. Currents is a bigger deal than Moz right probably, now. Yeah, I would say it's... Right now, but yeah. Probably yeah, I mean, it's probably recency bias because they dropped an album. Motionless. Right. I mean, they because they appeal to... So they're kind of like types. a day to remember, dude. Yeah, they you are. Know, they appeal to yep. so many people. Um, yep. But true... Now... Uh, I could, yeah, again, I know you, we hate genres and, and all that stuff. Subgenres. Subgenres. When I think about like metalcore, what I picture is currents. Like, that's, that's like, to, well, me, think, to me, like, they're new age metalcore, but it's just modern metal to yeah, me. Yeah, it dude. is. Right. But, man, I'm telling you, they might be in this. Because, like, scene. when I think metalcore, and I think you would agree, when I think metalcore. Me? I would agree. I, yeah, I think Bullet. Kill switch as oh, I lay down. Yeah, yeah. Trivi- under trivium, all that remains. Yeah. Like that's metalcore to me. Yeah, that's fair. And, and maybe a little bit of Parkway years later yeah. and bands like that. Mo- but then modern metal nowadays. Like I know they call it metal. They do. Here it we is. are going down genre talk. Fuck, <laughs> it's modern metal. Damn it. You know what I mean? It's just modern metal. And there's how about just the biggest band in the world in this scene mm. right now? Curse? This scene being. Yeah. <laughs> Metalcore, goddammit. Because <laughs> uh, Bad Omens is pretty fucking huge right Bad, now. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. you can't, yeah, Bad Omens is uh, monstrously popular right now. Um, but the thing is, is they got big with a non-Metalcore album. Which we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about that. A version of that. 
So, man, I'm dropping all kinds of hints. Everybody knows who we're going to talk about. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, bad omens very well could be. So, uh, so in regards uh, to a day to remember, do you guys have anything else to add about those guys? No, I just want to, I, I really want to drive the point home of. I do, but. Go okay, ahead. go ahead. Do, my, no, no, mine's no, no, like no, a final thought. No, 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 no. Mine's like a final thought. Go ahead. Okay, let, let's, let's talk about this. I, once upon a time, on the pod. Uh, mentioned that there's not enough positivity in mm. metal. We had a fantastic discussion. It was, about it was that. a yeah. great discussion. Actually, we talked about it twice because Derek mentioned yep. it on mm-hmm. his second, yep. uh, his return. So, show. what I love about a day to remember, they have some uplifting ass shit. Most of their songs are very uplifting. Yep. The chorus is almost empowering. Yep. And when I'm having, look, when I'm having a bad day. There are a few things that I go to if I need to lift my mood up. Yes. A day to remember is one of them. Paramore is another. Ooh, I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Look, if I if I if I'm upset and I'm like you know road raging and stuff like that, really? I'll listen to Paramore because you know something about Actually, her voice soothes bro, and me. And that's that's really like, like Paramore. You're starting to mention bands, and I'm like, a day to remember did that because of. Paramore, Mayday Parade. What are some of those other punk alternative bands at Fall the time? Out Fall, Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy. Yeah, but yeah, that was so, like the biggest. But there's uh, there's so many others. Look, there's there. there's Would a certain level of pause. Somewhat, somewhat. They're more punk, yeah, but it's punk. not. It, it's kind of a different kind of punk. There, there's kind of different types of punk. Hawthorne Heights. Hawthorne, but, there you uh, go. Hawthorne Heights. That's another um, one. Here, here's what I'll say. There, in, in a lot of the punk those days, there was a lot of that uplifting, uh, kind of positivity. But also, it's like they would kind of set it up in the verses with some some sad shit. Um, this is the kind of stuff we're dealing with, and then the chorus comes in and like empowers you to mm. deal with whatever it is. And I fucking love that about A Day to Remember because they do it so fucking well. And And even the music itself, if you take the lyrics out, you take the vocals out, and you just listen to the the music, the music is uplifting. We talk about evoking emotion through music. And I could just listen to the, the instrumentals themselves, and I could tell that what they're trying to portray is more positive, it's more uplifting, and it's it's like they they want their audience to kind of put themselves in 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 that space of hey this is some of the turmoil you're going through right we relate we're dealing with the shit you're dealing with the shit let's talk about it a little bit but hey guess what we can fucking make it through this yeah so we can make it through the, the fucking day the end and you all know what I'm talking about when I get to it. the end of sometimes you're the hammer sometimes uh. you're the nail. I want to know the I master fucking love like that song. the way like that whole song if you if oh, you've what's never the song if uh, you've never listened to that song and you're listening to it, you're like man this is a fucking rager and then it gets to the end and you're that like that clean part's the best so- part about the song you're dude. like it's what? the best part about the song what is this? I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to remember the lyrics I'm trying to remember the lyrics I can't remember it. there, there's like guys, a breakdown there's like a bridge well, they sometimes do. the ha- you're the hammer sometimes you're the nail it, is that it off of common courtesy Play the song real quick. Play it out loud. Play, play, play quiet, so copyright. Yeah. Uh, a day to remember, yeah. we're, we're heaping you with praise. If you come yeah. after us for copyright, yeah, fuck that's you. Some bullshit. That's some fuck bullshit. Y'all. We'll shit on you next episode. Yeah. Don't turn into Avenged Sevenfold. Hang on. I'm t- so, it, it, 
Yeah. Oh. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> yes. Bro. That guitar tone oh. is elite, bro. That squishiness. This is the, one. the squishiness. To you the can hold it to tone. the mic. Fuck it. They're not gonna come to come after us. This song. They might not, this is but my their publisher song might. By them. This is my favorite. Same. Yeah, Hang on, too. let me that look part, at the lyrics. That part made me and break. The I reserve down. my right to feel uncomfortable. Reserve my yep. right to be afraid. Yep. I make mistakes, and I am humbled every step of the way. way. I want to be a better person. I want to know the master plan. Cast, cast your stones. Your, cast, cast your judgment. judgment. You, you don't, don't make, make me who I am. am. Yeah. I, yep. I Listen. reserve my right, and then he just repeats a little bit so, of it. But he he's he's more angry he gets when he more says angry this. the second time. So. That oh, song man. is not like even in the top twenty of their most streamed. I know, and, and I'm like, I, Why? it's my favorite. And it is know, amazing. That dude. is yep. some of the most put, beautiful songwriting. It, yep. Absolutely, absolutely. That is some of the most amazing songwriting they've ever done. Yeah. Um, and that, I keep talking about that song because it's a, it's head and shoulders my favorite one of theirs. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Because of the journey that it takes, bro. I it can seems tie like that they're kind of talking to, about like, their journey. It is. You could tie that back to a song that we talked about before on the show, which is Distance by, by mm. Boys of Fall. That mm-hmm. It's just this big emotion-invoking journey that the whole song is this roller coaster of emotion. And that song right there is just like, feel this pain with me. Feel this struggle with me. Yep. But we're going we're gonna to get through this shit. Right. Like, it's you talk about being uplifting and having, Preston, you talk about having uplifting lyrics. Fuck around if they don't do it in that song, man. Yep. Like, you want to talk about build? That is a confidence building song. Like, mm-hmm. hey, man, I ain't the only one that's like, what the fuck's going on in my life right now? Mm-hmm. Like, that song right there, man. Because you just get your anger out, and then yep. and then you feel the oh, I'm not alone yep. in this shit. So, I'm telling you, man. I know I I tend to be the one to bring it to the emotional side, but on, I do on it an with emotional, you. yeah. Good. you, you I love you. I love yeah. you. It's all but uh, I'm gonna on, on that emotional level with a day to remember and what they've done for me um, as a listener bro. is is really that that level of positivity because, like I said, you know before a lot of the metal that I listen to, you know I I listen to it when I'm angry and I and I listen to it when I'm angry because it helps me kind of release that anger in a sense so that I'm not taking it out on other people or other things in my life. Um, and a day to remember helps me. It's, it's almost like when they get angry, it's not so much anger. It's more hype. Yeah. It's hype. Yeah. It's more hype rather than like, we're, we're we're here to be pissed off. Yeah, man. We're going to get out of this hole. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like we're, we're, we're going to fight through this together. I'm feeling sorry for myself. Shit. No, and it's not amity affliction. Bro, I swear, every song Amity Affliction writes is about almost killing themselves. They're awful. That's pretty rough. I'm dead serious. So, I just had a revelation. Speak to me. Mr. I don't have any spiritual beliefs. That's why you love Christian Metalcore. That's why you love Holes at the Gate. Mm. Don't fucking attack me like this, bro. Just (laughs) listen. Shut your fucking mouth and listen. That's why you love Christian Metalcore. Yep. You want to talk about an uplifting message? I listen to a lot of Christian metalcore. You want to talk about an uplifting Wolves, message? Wolves, Sleeper. No Sleeper. Under Oath. Yeah. D- bro, As I Lay Dying is a Christian metalcore band. Yeah. Wait. Yes. How? 
Dude was going to kill his wife. Hey, he wasn't going to do it. He hired somebody else to do it. Well, just well, as bad. That sounds pretty Christian to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> believe what we believe or we'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> That's Catholics. My bad. That's Catholics. <laughs> That's metal as fuck. <laughs> no, Catholics is believe. Now, you know what? Never mind. I'm about to take us. I'm going to no, shut up. Shut up. Catholics shut are up. hilarious because they're like, we can do all evil in the world. We just got to go talk to some dude in a weird booth and be and have forgiven. twelve kids and we'll be okay. <laughs> give him yeah. a tug underneath it, yeah. <laughs> or let him give us a tug, whatever. Um, I'm sorry, we shouldn't uh, yeah, talk we about should, any we shouldn't of that. Do that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't care what religion you are. But anyways, um, the uplifting message in so much Christian metalcore, you know, really kind of I <laughs> drives home this point of, hey, there's not enough positivity in metal, but you can find it. It's out there. Mm-hmm. You just got to do a little looking for it. And, bro, you love wolves. Oh, love there so is much. no more positive and uplifting <clears throat> lyrics and songwriting than those dudes. So I I mean, a day to remember, obviously. But, yeah. like. So I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent go to for it, bro. We got agree all with, with what you're saying. And it's, you know, a lot of people do find, um, you know, that positivity, that that grace, if you will, through religion. And because I've never known religion in the way that some of those people do, it's been, it it lacks in my life. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I I look for it in other ways that make sense to me. And what, what makes sense to me is when I hear it in music. Short tangent, but I'll agree. I've never heard it thrown at me that way. You mean assaulted at you that way? Like, Oh, how dare you? I feel, I feel attacked. Yep. But it's okay. That's what boys do. Um, well, it's funny because, God, I can relate in so many ways because, yes, I, I'm a God. I believe in God. I, you know, that's my, you know, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, all that fun stuff. I hate church. I hate organized religion. Don't do mm-hmm. it. Don't like it. Don't go to church. Won't go to church. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've been drugged there a few times. And I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it because everybody in there's a bunch of fake hypocritic, hypocritical. We're better than everybody else. If you do this, you're a piece of shit. Fuck we go to shit. church and we mm-hmm. give the church our money to do what um, we'll be saved to we'll do be saved. to do whatever we can we can do whatever bullshit we want to do and yeah, get away don't work with like it. That. And but other people can't because then they're pieces of shit. So <laughs> I would, never I would and I'm not an avid church goer at this time, but I would say you simply just need to find the right church, most likely. Oh, absolutely. That's what they've all told me, bro. But ask me how many I've been to and they all fucking suck. I've been to a few and I've enjoyed them, but. Regardless, there's only been one that I actually really enjoyed, and it's actually the gathering place. That's where, yep. You guys been going there? Well, we were for a while. I just like listening to John. We started practicing. On you Sundays. know why I like there? Because the preacher used to be an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and he's got real world shit that yeah, he can talk he ain't about. Afraid to tell you, he ain't afraid Hell to let yeah. that shit online. I'm that's, like, that's, that's metal as fuck. That's metal as fuck. Yep. So, but like, I I don't like the music. I don't like the. I, I just I don't like the people more than anything. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a people person. So I don't like I'm, people very much. I'm like you. Yeah, where you two fucking hate people. <clears throat> you love people. Yeah. I find my solace in my. We said worship earlier. My form of worship is through music with an uplifting message. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a Christian message. It's just an uplifting, positive message that I'm like I'm grateful for the life I live and I know who I need to thank for that. Yeah. There's a, there's there's a big man upstairs that I I've got to yeah. thank for that. And his son that died on the cross for my sins. That's who I thank for that. Mm-hmm. And I feel that 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 gratefulness through music that I like. Like Wolves. Like oh, I love Oh Sleeper too. There's certain ba- Memphis Mayfire is another Christian metalcore band mm-hmm. that has great uplifting lyrics. 
that I really, really like. And that is my form of going to church. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've told, yep. I've told Cheyenne so many times, like, babe, if this was the kind of music that was played in church, my ass would be there every fucking Sunday. Yep. But it's yep. not, so I'm not going to be there. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> tying it all back into my final thought of, I really wanted to drive home the point of, when we think about a day to remember, everybody needs to kind of really take a step back and go, man, this is one of the most important bands of this genre because of how many people they have different to musical it, backgrounds they brought to this genre that we love. I'm trying to think, and and I know this will sound off the wall at first, but think about it for a second. You should and take a second. I could, be, I could be Ding. wrong by stating this as well. Uh, yeah, please. I finished off your long branch, by the way. That's cool. And I don't know when this band started, so I could be dead wrong when I say this. But I'm just thinking a kind of off-the-wall side of it, not not so obvious. Would a band like Dance Gavin Dance be here if it wasn't for a day to remember? Yeah. Think they would? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're nothing alike. I'm not saying they're alike, but there's also elements of... They're poppier stuff that is like, where'd they get the idea from? The stepping stone of mixing genres. Yeah. Yeah. I, m- maybe in the sense of giving them the balls to do what they do, but in the sense of musical influence, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. But half the fuck, do you think Bad Omens would be here if it wasn't for a day to remember? Nope. Guarantee they wouldn't. Nope. The band we're going to talk about here Amity. in a little bit. I keep saying Amity because I know shortly after. Musically, Amity yeah. does some stuff similar. Well, Lyrically, sh- nothing the same. But. Michters or Wichters or Mich- whatever Michters, bro. Michters. Um, that's, a, that's, an well, Amity, that's a really good bourbon. Have you had it? it? No, I haven't. It's fantastic. But Amity was shortly after A Day to Remember. Yeah. And A Day to Remember was huge at the time. So I know that. That a day to remember was um, a big deal for but them. The band we're getting ready to talk about, man, uh, maybe, potentially, yeah. But I don't. Deny. How about some bands that I've talked about before, like Until I Wake? Yeah, yep. Bro, Beartooth. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. go hard on this conversation. So look, yep. dude, fucking go. Yep. So look, um, go. a day to remember. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait to bring it full circle. Yeah, I brought anyway, it full circle. So, um, <clears throat> thank you for that. A Day to Remember was one of those bands that their influence influences stretched kind of a wide array, it seems. And so they were bringing in influence from several genres. There's not a lot of bands out there who can say that. And so that's that's probably one of the reasons a day to remember was was so huge and so uh innovative of their time was because they were mixing so many different elements of, you know, punk, <clears throat> you could say pop because mm-hmm. of the hooks or the choruses. Um their their choruses and hooks, I guess you can say, really were right up there with everything in pop music up to that point. Um, they're bringing in some metal, metalcore, a uh, li- little bit of riffage, a uh, little bit of chugs, you know, all these different elements. And so you have bands like you were mentioning Dance Gavin Dance, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. would Dance Gavin Dance have the ideas that they had of being able to, you know, incorporate so many different styles of music into one mm-hmm. if it weren't for a band like A Day to Remember to set the stepping stone. And I'm not saying A Day to Remember was the first, because there was, there was like... I'm sure there were several. You know, there there had been several yeah. bands before them that had mixed several different elements of, of different, you know, several different genres together uh, to make their sound. But A Day to Remember was one of those steps. They were, they were one of those steps, mm-hmm. and then it just continues to go up the ladder from there. And then you start getting bands like, uh, you know, Dance Gavin Dance, and then, you know, this next band we're going to talk about, and also... Multi-genre Right. Bands. But then also, even with... We we were talking kind of sub-genres and stuff a little bit ago. I I have mentioned on this podcast a few times that I feel that punk has a heavier influence on modern metal than old metal i agree one million percent and i think it was part of that is because of bands like a day to remember and Preston and i had a bit of a conversation around like a trey you and mm-hmm. you know some Ooh. of these kind of bands mm-hmm. that were mm. <laughs> yeah it was like this punky, oh. yeah so punky hardcore, i just heard become the bull metal. in my fucking head yeah it was like, like this punky but hardcore but metal dude punk like, absolutely had way more influence so than, much man uh, so yeah like until i wake and stuff are probably more heavily influenced by bands like a day to remember than a kill switch shout Gage. out until i wake thanks for the interaction on tiktok appreciate you guys go ahead yeah hell yeah love you guys hopefully get you on the show would love that sorry tyler add yeah do you remember your point um kind of you had all these, you <laughs> so had all yeah these it was you were just it was about basically their their influence and and you guys are talking about like would certain bands exist without a day to remember and and i think it is it is clearly evident that a day to remember deserves a place, kind of like you said, the top five of most influential bands and metalcore of, of, of this years. kind of metal yeah. scene of the last twenty years. They because were much larger than life at the time dude. of what they did at their, you know, the innovations they made in their time when they became big, and how that has likely influenced other bands to do similar things but in their own way. I want to move on, but I do want to ask this question because you just brought up a a great kind of point there. Were they, are they as on the same level when you think about span of influence and importance as an, as I lay dying? I don't hear about as I lay dying as much as I do a day to remember. Well, I think that has something to do with, with who my friends are, but yeah. No, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, bro, it's fuck. been... 06, 07, Angel's 04. Envy is the shit. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, are they on that? They're not, you know, it's not like they're Metallica. We're not trying to say they're Metallica here, no, but... No, no, Has LA dying? Kill Switch? That's hard Span to say. Span of influence? That's hard to say. I don't say. know. It's definitely maybe possible. Maybe importance? It's definitely possible, dude. Well, I would say, I would you know, say maybe, maybe without... but not influence. Maybe so, without, you know, Kill Switch and, you know, some of those OG metalcore bands, you probably wouldn't have 
you know, a day to remember probably wouldn't have pulled that Boomer kind of influence Core. in. Have said that. You know, a without lot. Boomer Core, a day to remember probably wouldn't have been the a day to remember that we know. Um, but once a day to remember came around, I would say their span of influence far surpassed. Yeah, what those just metalheads the the Boomer Core did because, and we we've talked about it. Because their audience just went too. everywhere. Everyone loved a day to remember. And you know what? Go, go, the, go, go. The As LA Dying's, the Kill Switches, they were the more musically influential. Yep. They, as, or the uh, Day to Remembers, they were the more fan influential. Important in bringing fans in. As LA Dying and, and bands like that, the OG Metalcore bands, did more for the music itself. Not mm-hmm. necessarily bringing new fans to the genre, but just influencing. Bands like A Day to Remember, bands like Memphis Mayfire, bands like Polaris. I think that would be a great way to give everyone their due credit. Yeah, dude. They're both equally important, just on opposite ends. Go. You said you got a point. It's going to be slightly different than where we're at right now. But um, (laughs) So we obviously know a band like Bad Omens and another band that we're going to mention. You don't even fucking like Bad Omens. Suck my dick. No, I never said I didn't like them. Um so you suck at guitar, bro. We all know. <laughs> we all know how bad omens is this big fucking deal right now, right? See the sarcasm in his voice. He fucking hates him. No, I don't. <laughs> so before bad omens, it was Beartooth. Don't you no. dare mention those now, two in here, the same breath. No. Hear me out. Before bad omens, I'm not talking metalcore specifically. I'm just talking of this. Before Bad Omens, there was a day to remember. Yes. That's what I'm... Okay. Where the fuck did Beartooth go? Hold on. Okay. So I know that Beartooth was not on the same level, but Beartooth's a pretty big fucking deal. We only know band... Beartooth as a big deal because we're from fucking Ohio. Yeah, and they were on 99.7. No. They are... Yes. They're a big Look, they are deal. a big they fucking are deal. They're a big fucking deal. But compared deal. to Bad Radio Omens, core, bro... bro Bad Omen shits oh, on them. I know. But, and I understand. You're Okay, I'll let you finish your, your point so before I trash everything that, that you're about to say. Uh, Beartooth might... Mm, I don't know. They Maybe might as well I'm be Bubble Flex, bro. Whoa, bro. I do like Beartooth. Let's mm. not go there. And I understand that Bad Omens has blown up bigger than Beartooth. Not denying that. Internet has a lot to do with that. But, and you had mentioned it, but... If we take a step back, good last albums has a lot to do with Nux. Nux. Does a band like Beartooth, Bad Omens, so many others, but I can't think of monuments off the top. Nah, not monuments. I think monuments. Motionless. Monuments. Monuments comes. Monuments comes from as I lay dying. Shit like that. Motionless. Maybe. Maybe. Not as much. I, I prevail. Boys of fall. I prevail. Yeah. Fall. Boom. I prevail. Until I wake. Until I wake. Bad omens. Beartooth. Boys of fall. Boys of fall. Pot- yeah. 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 I would say boys of fall. Go ahead. Those bands do not exist without a day to remember. No. No. I don't think so. those do not no. like those type of bands. No. And I don't know how to categorize them, and I don't want to try. It's just a, it's a subgenre one, of a yeah. subgenre. One hundred percent agree with that. They Especially do not. Beartooth. 
Beartooth yeah. is very punk. That's what yes, I mean. And I'm like, very punk. dude, Beartooth blew the fuck up. And I understand Bad no, Omens they, maybe is doing twice that now. But again, but that at has, one point, when probably got the, big, the reason you this, hate Beartooth is because they have so bad. They have punk screams rather than metalcore metal screams. That might be it. Yeah. It's not even hardcore screams. Dude, it's his fucking vocals punk are screams. dog shit. Dog shit. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. And you wear a fucking headband. You're not in steel pants. Yeah, that okay? shit. You're not Look, in fucking. You're, they lost me at their last album. They're and we're you're there. fucking cheesy as fuck. You're oh not steel God. panther. If you want to be a fucking metalcore band, lose the fucking purple headband. And they're rock stars, dude. So I don't yeah, give a fuck yeah, what they are. They're rock stars. That's all. I mean, they're they're making more I'm a money. Guitarist, they're making more money than me. <laughs> they're more successful in music than I'll probably ever be. But and you write better songs. Yeah, than them. they. Look, That's the, where I the get look, pissed. the look was a cop out. The look know. was they a got fucking some really sellout. Good songs, dude. How, fellas? They do. They really do. What's they that? Do. You don't listen to really fucking lyrics. Songs. They have really good songs. They do, bro. Their last album, though, I can't get over how bad dude, it, it was fucking bad. was. The last I mean, album, fuck Skin. Fuck Skin was the only good Skin's song really on that album one. because it was the only <laughs> song that sounded anything like Beartooth. Yep. But, yep. you know, we, we've talked about bands trying different sounds and stuff before, but, like, they went so far away from what the fuck they like are. Like, Any of it. Hmm. What is I it? I don't agree. Three Days Grace is better than Beartooth. Old Three Days Bro, Grace. Yes. Old Three Days Grace was, All you know, it. Don't it care. Give me Matt Walsh. I'd rather listen to them than Beartooth. It slapped, bro. At least their vocals are better. Well, look. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm, I understand I'm that you don't bro. like the vocals as much, but their songs. That's why really I don't like Knock Loose. That's why I don't really... like North Lane. The vocals suck. Hey, North Lane. I don't bro. agree on the North Lane. I know. You, North Lane. That you know later. what? We're, we're we going to bring. We're going to bring that back when we start talking in, into this next subject because mm. I got some things to say, and I'm mm. going to say. Are we, can we wrap up the day to remember thing? Yeah, yeah but before cool. look, I I gotta admit. We got to take a short break before we 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 dive into this next section because it is hot as balls in here. Yep, we're gonna cool this and bitch off. And we're gonna oh, cool this good. off. I'm comfy. And we have to mentally prepare for what we're about yeah. to discuss. Yeah, they got Especially some apologies. To make. I ain't got shit to fucking apologize for, ladies and no. gentlemen. Enjoy a short mainly music. Kyler. Enjoy a short musical break. We'll be right back. We're back from our break, <laughs> and um, boy, well, I've said it before on this show several times, and I'm going to say it again. The first part is that a man has to know his limitations. The second piece is that a man has to admit when he's wrong. <laughs> and I was, I was not only wrong about something, but I was dead wrong about something. Fuck. <laughs> 
We had to mentally prepare ourselves during the. Break. Not you, motherfucker. I, just yeah, me. I did. I well, Tyler. Yeah, him too. And I'm Tyler, sit here and drink. I, Tyler and I <laughs> talked about this on the golf course the other day that I was the engine that drove his hate train for this band, and now I'm no longer driving that train. <laughs> I'm no. I, I, I no off. longer have the excuse to hate him. By now, you all have figured out the hints and know who we're about to talk about, and I guarantee you it's a band that you listen to. It's a band that you probably really enjoy. It's a band that millions and millions and millions of people have fallen in love with over the past year or so. Not even over the past three months? Um, Because of the new album, but even before that, they had a huge following. But now they're just, uh, it's unreal. Sleep token. So let me just preface this by saying, again, a man has to know his limitations. A man has to admit when he was wrong, and I was wrong. I unfairly um, hated on this band uh, for a long time, and I've done it on this show. I've hated on this band on this show, and I'm walking it back because I was wrong, um, and I'm man enough to admit that. I did not give them a fair shake. Um I've done that before. Preston, you've talked about it before. I, I've done that before, and I'm trying to do better. Although you couldn't name another band where I did this. Not for the off the top of my head, but I know there's a few. Um, I've done it before where I've unfairly judged a band based off of a song or two that I've heard. Um, and, and let's be honest, I'm not backing off the fact that a lot of Sleep Token fans are incredibly annoying. Um, yep. I'm not True I'm not story. backing off of that because that's, that's accurate. Um, and y'all might think that about us when it comes to Polaris or moths or monuments or something. So it's, it, it's all to each their own. It's to each their own. But I unfairly hated on this band. And then I heard, I don't even know which song it was off the new album. I heard a piece of it on TikTok. Was it Euclid? I think it was Euclid. I heard a piece of it on TikTok and I was like, oh my God, that's beautiful. That's like, catchy. At first you were probably like, oh, that's catchy. That's, yeah. That's cool. It, and then and then I, I listened to the song. I listened to Euclid all the way through, and I was like, oh, boy, that's... That's a song. That's pretty. <laughs> so then I actually dove into the album, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> it's almost like finding out that you got an STD. <laughs> they infected me, and... That's metal as fuck. I, I don't know what else to say other than I'm sorry. Um, because I, I did it, it because it wasn't like it was justified hate. It was unfair. Oh my God. All these people won't shut up about this band. They fucking suck. Blah, 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 blah. That was wrong of me to do. So I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong. And, um, it's, it's tough to do. I'm a, I'm a prideful man. And to sit here and say, Hey, I fucked up. I shit talked a really, really talented band for no fucking reason. Um, I think a lot of people can probably relate to that. They've probably done that at some point. Um, I did it about Dance Gavin Dance. Okay. That's I fair. hated him at first. That's fair. Hated him. Um, it, it happens. and But when, and this is growth, right? We talk about musical growth a lot on this show. This is growth. This is me taking a huge step out of my comfort zone with Sleep Token. Because y'all know, if you, if you have been with us for three seasons now, you know what, what me... You know, what Kyler May is all about when it comes to music. And it's the heaviest of heavy. It's fucking Riff God. You know, I mean, that's what it is. And Sleep Token's not that. And for me to take a take a step out of my comfort zone and, and listen to this and actually, like, feel it and enjoy it. Um, and we're going to we're gonna take a really deep dive into these guys. But uh, it was a big step for me. Tyler, 
I remember one time you had sent me a song, and I can't remember what the band was. I want to say it was either A Word Alive or... Ooh, the World Alive. Nice. No, A Word Alive. Oh, A Word Alive, yeah. Or um, I think it was them. Okay. Or Memphis Mayfire. I can't remember which one it was. But the, you had sent a song, and you were like... It was it was around this time you and I were kind of going back and forth on, bro, it doesn't have to rip the entire time. It doesn't I have to slam this. the entire yep. time. And you had sent me a song and you were like, dude, for whatever reason, this song hit me. But it doesn't slam. It's pretty chill. And for, you know, I'm, I, I think I'm starting to understand where you're coming from, where like, it doesn't have to rage. Was it Somebody by Miss Mayfire? I don't know when I became somebody. Somebody. Uh, I don't it might have been might, a World Alive song. I, 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 I forget remember which this one. I remember the album cover being mostly white. And I remember it being one of those two bands. It was probably a Word Alive. Yes. Okay. Pretty sure. But anyway, so you've grown from even that into some of these things like Sleep Token and you've admitted some appreciation for like thrice oh, and stuff absolutely. that I've sent you. Yeah. Um, uh, we could name a litany of bands. Oh yeah. A, yeah. a ton of bands that yeah, you have kind of come around to at least appreciate, maybe not something you, you enjoy listening to, but it seems like sleep token is one of these bands that has really taken you from, like you said, riffage metal in your face to something that's kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. And you've not only appreciated what they do, but you enjoy listening to it. Absolutely. It's almost um growth. It is growth. <laughs> it is growth. It's almost listening wow. Listening to Sleep Token is almost spiritual. This new album especially. It's almost a spiritual. Why do you think ex- their tagline is worship? worship? It's almost a spiritual experience because I guess we'll just go ahead and dive right into it. The songwriting, the the we've talked about it before. The composition and song structure, um, musically I got some things to say about that. And then I know you do. And then lyrically, I mean, it's just it's a journey, bro. The entire their entire Take Me Back to Eden uh, album it is an absolute fucking journey, and. I'm still coming to grips with it myself. Like I'm still, I'm still having a war within myself. It's fresh. Of, of, it's a fresh wound. Fuck it. They're just a five out of ten. They're they'll never be more than a five out of ten for me. But deep, deep, deep down in this hard shell of metal till I die, I'm like, but they're they're like they're like really fucking good <laughs> <laughs> well i think i think the reason you still give them a five out of ten is there's still songs from them that you just can't do uh yeah more their older stuff like like that one you sent me today yeah, that uh, one when oh, the bow breaks when the bow breaks mm-hmm. didn't hit you no it didn't hit and it, i need to listen to it more it yeah. was just the once i was just driving and i listened to it all the way through and i was there's like, a certain <sighs> mood for me that i have to be fair. in to listen you, to that song yeah it's different. It's not like rain or or yeah. Uh, yeah. you know the summoning or something. It's not like, like a that. banger. Or yeah. something I'm about like to get so fucking yeah. hard. I can't wait for Tyler. <laughs> so and I'll, I guess well, I'll, preface, go, it. P, P I'll preface it before you. So to toot my own horn, 
I've been Which listening. You never to, do, so this will be interesting. I've been listening to Sleep Token for the last year. Mm-hmm. The way I found out <laughs> in about secrecy. No, <laughs> no, I sent it to you, and I don't yeah. think you vibed with it at the time because I got the song voice. that you sent to me. Yeah, so I think shout out Kagan from Breathing Theory and Artifacts. I'm pretty sure I seen him make a Facebook post about Sleep Token a year ago, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna delve into these guys, and it took me a bit, and I think sure I had. I had got into the three-song EP and uh, the Sundowning album. Was that down- the last one, Sundowning? No, the the <clears throat> one before Take Me Back to Eden is uh, This Will Become Your Tomb. Okay, fair enough. Um, so I had downloaded a few, and it was it was this vibey stuff, but with these drop-tuned seven-string guitars that would come in toward the end of songs, and I'm like, it's just pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but never fell in love with them or anything like that. And there's some parts about this band that I want to talk about, but my own journey with these guys is I had downloaded those few songs and I had, I had listened to them on the golf course by myself. I had my headphones in and it just put me in a different mode. Like what, a, was, what a time to listen to Yeah, I, like dude, there nothing else around me other than the golf course and their music mattered at the time. And I'm mm-hmm. like... I mean, I don't think that their music... Well, you're focused. Yes, I don't think that their music was meant for the golf course, but like no, it just put me in this the, mood of the, like... The thing about the golf course, especially when you're by yourself, you're not focused it's on a driving, sanctuary, you're not man. thinking about work, you're not thinking it's about... Even in the gym. Dude. Like, yeah. I know you guys love the gym, but yep. you're focused on something. Yeah. On the yep. golf course, bro, you're free. It's like, it's, dude, when I'm on the bike, what away, I'm going to say, dude... So my time to do shit like that is either golf course by myself or the bike or when I'm on the motorcycle. Yeah. Because it's just literally me and now again, I know you're focused on driving and all that, but like Tyler, you can relate. There's mm-hmm. a certain freedom that comes with being on a motorcycle. Yep. And when you're listening to music while doing that, it's an experience mm-hmm. and it's a great time to dive into new shit. Yeah. So I had downloaded a few songs <clears throat> off of those, that EP and, uh, that sundowning album. I think it's called sundowning, sundowning if yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. And, uh, Shortly thereafter, This Will Become Your Tomb came out. And the song High Water, and I don't know how to pronounce this. I, I hope I pronounce it right. They do have some weird songs. Telemerase or tele, te, something like that. Telemerase or something. Those two songs hit me like a fucking brick shit house. Um, there's a solo in that song that starts with a T that didn't bring me to tears but it was one of them emotion emotion invoking, invoking mm-hmm. solos and songs high water and then alkaline was a single off that album that had oh, some heavier parts um and if i'm not mistaken alkaline is what kind of shot those yeah. guys up a bit <laughs> um but i got to thinking about sleep token and i understand that in recent you know, in the last few weeks, Kyler had now, gotten into him. Now, by the time you guys listen to this, I, obviously... It's been some time. It's been yeah. some time. We're not, we're not a news station. We're not here to break metal news. We're taking deep dives into this shit. So, yes, we understand that the big sleep token blow-up has been a few weeks. Yep. Just... It's been even longer than a few weeks. It's so, been a month yeah. or so. But we're, we're taking a real deep dive into why it happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, go ahead. So, I got to thinking, and for some reason, a day to remember had came up, too, and I'm like... Because you brought it up, dummy. No, but I think my thought process had started with Sleep Token, and then I was going back, and I'm like, what other artists and bands had done things like this? 
And I know it's not similar. But the multi multi genre aspect of their music. And I'm like I was thinking to myself, I'm like, why are so many people liking this artist and this band? I'm like, well, you got elements of rap. You got elements of hip hop. You got elements of this spacey ambient alternative shit. You got elements of drop tune, degent, heavy as fuck. And it's screams somehow, oh. some way they're bringing this vibe of like, sometimes I feel like I hear the weekend in their music. When he does like his yeah. his rap. Well, bro, the R&B feel in yeah. so much of their shit. You know, you talk about R&B stands for rhythm and blues. Yep. There's a lot of R&B in mm -hmm. a lot of their verses. And I hear so many different pieces in their music. And it's kind of like a Bad Omens did with their last album. They're making this heavier sound of music cool. Yeah. They are mm. making this heavier sound of music. Yes. Like, I'm really cool because I listen to this now. And yes. I think there's a portion of that where we're pissed off at their fan base where it's like, God, I can't stand these Same kind of things. That's where we had I was, with dude. A Day to Remember. Yes. That's where I was. You see where I'm getting at? Bro, why I brought I these two bands together? I unfairly hated their music because of their fan base, and I'm man enough to admit it, bro. And then the other side of it is like, holy shit. Whether they meant to or not. These guys are making this shit cool. Yes. Same as a Bad Omens did. Same as a Day to Remember. Same, this they is why I brought these topics to you guys. This, yeah, by the way, this whole show is brought to you by Screaming Evidence Lead Guitarist Preston Dunn because all of these topics were his ideas. It, so, ha it had me in deep thought. It really so, did. Because Sleep Token is a modern day A Day to Remember. They are bringing... Even though it's completely different. Correct. But, but they're still but what they the did. Same. They're what still they did bringing the same groups of people together, <clears throat> except like, they're bringing they're, the they're, hip hop and R and B people. Exactly in. right. Their influence is the same. Tyler Keep took going. a deep, Keep going, say, Tyler took a deep so, breath. No, I, I just and I'm I'm, I'm trying to those. I'm trying to put out my. Th I'm never great at putting my thoughts into words, and that's a problem that I have. But this is the thought process. Samesies. Yeah, this is the thought process I went through when you started never getting judge into livestock. Them. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, fuck, I sell shit on a daily basis. That's probably why I struggle sometimes. That's a hot cow. <laughs> <laughs> But, like I said, it's the thought process that I went through, and I'm like, nipples. there's, we obviously know there's a movement behind this band, and I was wondering why. Okay. And then it made me think of A Day to Remember as well. But this is a different side of that movement, and I'm like, I, I, th I think I'm starting to see why. I, I see where it's coming from. So, with that, Tyler, what do you got? Oh, he's got a lot. <sighs> Deep breath. Okay. You want me to sing another sleep token song for you or you're good? <laughs> Should have been dead. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so, uh, <clears throat> Should have been I remember, dead on a sun. <laughs> yeah. So, Preston had sent me some sleep token about a year ago when he first got into it. When and I it was, was on the golf course. It was, uh, Missing Limbs. Is what you sent Which me. Which album? Missing Limbs. That's, that's the last song on This Place Will Become Your Tomb. Oh, okay. So you had sent me that, and I started kind of 
diving into them a smidge. I, I, I listened through a little bit of that album. Um, I ended up going back to the three single little EP that they mm-hmm. dropped or whatever. That was back in 2016 um, when they dropped that. Yeah, really? but yeah. I, um, huh. I listened to some of it and i could i could hear that like the songwriting was good but i couldn't get over dude's voice for whatever reason it just wasn't connecting with me it it to me sounded like post malone went metal and i cannot fucking stand post malone cannot fucking stand when That's when amazing, man. just amazing. i don't know some of the <laughs> shit yeah. listen post I don't malone know, was metal look, way before he was hip hop which is true. He should have stayed metal. But um, oh, anyway, it. it just it just didn't vibe with me. I I I kind of vibe with the music, but it it for whatever reason at that time, it just wasn't connecting with me, and I I, I didn't dive much further into them, and I kind of gave them that one quick chance and just moved along. And then here comes Preston more recently talking about Sleep Token, and I have Kyler as my excuse to, to not him. give them the the time of day. I told you I was your hate train engineer. Yeah, you, you, you were, and I was loving it because I was like, this means I don't have to give them any time. <laughs> I don't have to. I validated your hatred. <laughs> you validated my hatred, yes. and I loved it. Yep. And then this motherfucker comes in. He's like, "Yeah, but Euclid's like, a fucking jam." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, but like the song though." And I'm like, "Your I literally, words, your literal words were, I fucking hate you so much in the chat, bro.'" And I was like, "I was pissed, dude. I was like, now I have to go and spend the next like few days listening to sleep." And token. then you were even more mad when oh, you listen. You're like, "This is fucking great." <laughs> Look, I listened to a few, and it was the new album, and I listened to a few songs, and I forget which song I ended up sending to you guys in the chat, but, like, it blew my fucking mind. Well, I'm pretty sure we've all sent every song on the album by now. But, uh... And then you and I went golfing. Yeah, then then we went golfing, (laughs) and... and Brought the Bluetooth. Brought the the Bluetooth. We played a little bit of Sleep Token there, and... Look, when when the sleep token was playing, we hit good shots. We hit hit the ball really fucking well. So like something is to be said about the fucking power of sleep token. Um worship. But <laughs> the song Vor, I believe we were on hole 3 and we or hole 4 and we hit our best drives of the day. Oh, it was Vore sexy was as fuck. And I was like, well, that's all we're going to listen to for this whole round. So <laughs> All right. So still even after that, I, I've i kind of been in the mood for some other things, so I, I, I really didn't give them too much time. I, I was I was appreciating it. I was pissed off that I had to listen to it. I was pissed <laughs> off that... My bad, dog. I was pissed off that um, I enjoyed some of it, and I kind of kicked myself in the ass for not having given it a chance sooner. That's exactly Last night... Mm. Last night, I was going through on my laptop, deleting downloads, so we've had some technical difficulties recording the pod lately because of some RAM issues on my computer. I found out that I had a 
absolutely absurd amount of music downloaded to my computer. So I'm going through deleting shit and I come across sleep token. I'm like, all right, while I'm deleting this shit, I might as well listen to it. And I played that, that little three single EP. The first song I was like, man, it's pretty good. And then that second song hit. Fields of Elation. Is it called Fields of Elation? I believe Something so. Something of Elation. And when that song, by the time that song was done, I stopped what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I had to take a fucking breath. <laughs> it literally knocked the wind out of me. And here's why. Isn't that one of the best feelings in the world, though? Here's why. So... I love making music with the band. I love what we do there. But there's a part of me with the more recent, probably the last five, six years of influence I've I've had musically. There's a part of me that wants to write different stuff than what we're writing with the band. Mm-hmm. And when I put all these influences together and I think about what I want to write and the style I want to write, that song was really spoke to me because I'm like, this is like exactly what I want to be writing. This is exactly the type of shit that goes through my head. This this mix of some really heavy shit, but also this really ambient alternative feel. stuff. <clears throat> and then like the the feel and the groove, because I've been playing bass for a while and I focus a lot on groove. And I'm like, son of a bitch and i i do complain about the dude's voice but here's what i'll say about it preston and i have had conversations about certain vocalists that clearly are not amazing vocalists they have a certain range excuse me and they have to stick within that range to sound good then you have some vocalists that try to exceed their range and they sound like shit which is what I had an issue with in Animate, where like dude mm-hmm. sounded live, yep. like he was yep. trying to go beyond what he can really do, and you know things like that, and that pisses me off. But what I really fucking love is when you have vocalists that they understand their range, and they're like, "Look, a man I'm has not, to know his I'm, yeah, a man has bro. to know his limitations." Yeah. But here's what I can do: I can I can look at the range I have. And I could do everything in my power to to keep my vocal performance interesting throughout the song while staying within my range so that I'm I'm fucking good there. And I will say that the vocalist here at Sleep Token <clears throat> Vessel. Sure. Vessel. He <clears throat> he does a really good job. Staying within his range, he he he's staying in pretty low pitches. He doesn't really go no, high pitch ever. Very rare, but yes, um, he's doing a really good job of keeping his vocal performance interesting within the range that he knows he's good at, while still somewhat pushing his boundaries at times, but not to the point where he's going to sound like shit mm-hmm. if he tries it live and it doesn't pan out. Um, the other thing is when you are limited on your range. So me, as Kyler has also confirmed, I'm not the greatest vocalist. Oh, but wait, did I say that? You're a you, shitty vocalist. You, you <laughs> I was like, 
I think it was episode one. I was like, we were talking shit about uh dude from Avenged Sevenfold. I was like, oh. you know, I'm not a great oh, vocalist oh, either. Yeah. You were like, yeah, I know. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck you, bro. Yeah. So look. That's all right. I'm a shitty guitar player. I don't have a huge range. I can get ki- <laughs> kind of in the mid highs. I, I can get pretty low. But I, I have a certain range that I have to stick within to sound okay. What I am good at is projecting my voice in different ways. I could do a head voice. I could do a chest voice. I could do screams. I could do cleans. I could do a little bit of falsetto. I could do full voice. Like, I, I have a range in the way that I'm able to project my voice. And the, and the vocalist for Sleep Token, he does a lot of this falsetto stuff. And he will, he will go from some of this kind of head voice mm-hmm. to you know, like a clean head voice to adding in a little bit of a chest voice where you're adding in some rasp and stuff. And to that extent, I can appreciate what he's doing. Do I like the sound of his voice much? No, I, I, I still, I still can't like say I love his voice. I can't. It's very different. I can only, it I can only take different. in so much sleep token before Everything I'm like. Everything about them is different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can only take in so much before I'm like, I've had enough. But I think that's the other part that's making them unique right now. Right. His voice is so unlike anything else yeah. in the metal genre or kind of even like the hip hop. It is. R&B, it is. Shit There's like a level that. of discomfort <clears throat> almost listening mm-hmm. to them. In a good way. In a good way. So. On the vocal aspect, the one piece that really kept me from listening to them in the first place, I grew to appreciate last night while listening to some of their stuff. And even that last song on um, that little EP EP Mm -hmm. thing, um, Kyler, you fucking hated it. You said it was dog shit. But for when me, the bell breaks, right? when the bell, I just didn't like it. For yeah. me, that first like two minutes, he's he's full like falsetto, but the layers, the layers of vocal harmony reminded me so much of a of a alternative band that I really like, and that's uh, the local natives, and they have a particular album. I, I forget what it's called, Blue Cover, whatever. Um, and one of the things I really love about that band is they'll they'll have like three of their members going hard on vocals and they're all at a different pitch and they're all harmonizing. And, and when you're playing live in a band and you're trying to trying to harmonize, not just sing the same note that the other like the lead guitar, or the, the lead singer is singing and you're trying to harmonize with a different pitch it's really hard because you naturally want to just fall into what the lead singer's doing it's really difficult to get layers in there with with different harmonies Mm -hmm. and and what i heard from sleep token in that song was almost a fucking mastery of harmonies with vocal layers that i could not dispute was enticing to me now, so, going a little bit deeper, kind of back to what, you know, this being kind of the style of music that I would like to write and I would like to perform, this motherfucker over here... Give me a second before you explain that. Well, I, I don't want to give like, too many details about no, what I'm about to talk no, about. That's okay. So, 
So you want to like sleep token even more? And Fuck I forgot you, to tell you this a while back. They did their own version of Is It Really You by Loathe. <laughs> yep. I forgot to tell you about that. I didn't send oh, it to you. Oh, are you about to back. dive into what I said before we <clears throat> hit record? All right, again? so look. About the identity thing? Yeah, so so Kyler's telling me I have a I, I don't have a tendency of digging into stories of um bands or artists or anything like that. Um like most people. To me it's all about the music. I don't give a fuck what your story is. I you know, whatever. Kyler's sitting here telling me about how no one knows who the fuck these people are. No. They don't as use far their as we know, right? Yeah. They, oh no, no, okay. no one knows. Yeah, they're it's not using their obscurity. real names. Okay. They're using they're they're wearing masks and shit. And it's, it's some creepy shit on they stage. They go by numbers. It, yeah, yeah so almost Slipknot esque in a way. There's only one person alive that has heard me discuss what this this idea is, and it's Preston. No, and I talked about it with Preston because I wanted to get his take on it. And so I had this idea um, about a year ago, and it's still kind of in the process just because I've been getting some gear so that I can get back into, you know, guitar a little bit more. I'm starting to get better with the recording software again so I can start fucking with my own shit, start writing my own shit. I've, I have been writing some of my own stuff uh, more on the acoustic, but um, I have this idea, and it, and it was... Based around that, it was, I I had this idea where I wanted to wear a mask. I wanted to get like this, this sort of identity set for myself, this stage identity set for myself. I wasn't going to tell a fucking soul what I was doing. Keep it secret from my personal life. Keep it secret from my, my personal identity, a secret from everybody, you know, all the fans. While I'm on stage, I'm this person. While I'm at home, I'm this person. And the reason for that is is so that it could be strictly about the music. I didn't, you, you know, we have this whole fucking issue in the music industry, really the entertainment industry, of like cancel culture. And if yep. you you slip up, you're fucked. They gonna get if you, you don't have a, a good story, a good personal story, it's hard to break through the noise. It's hard to promote like, you. You don't have a good enough story. Yeah, no. because I've literally had people tell me, like, hey, you should listen to this band. I'm like, I have, and they suck. And they're like, yeah, but their story's cool. And I'm like, well, I, it doesn't make fuck the music their story. Good, right? Like, everybody's got a, a, a story. Everybody has a story, yeah. But your music sucks and why the fuck should I give you the time? Because you have a cool story. Like, fuck yep. you, bro. And so it's, <laughs> it's, I wanted it to be all about the music and I'm not going to talk about the, the name I had in mind. I'm not going to talk about the identity I had in mind, but hearing Kyler talk about that made me appreciate these fucking assholes even more <laughs> because they're out there doing what what I had intended to do which was separate the stage identity yep. from persona. any personal identity so that it could be just about the music. Hey, I don't want you to listen to me because of the story. I don't want you to listen to me because uh, you know, whatever I, I fucking, 
grew up in a in a rough childhood or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Or really because don't. I'm attractive. Or yeah, I don't. I don't want or, you to yeah. listen to me because I'm sexy as fuck, which I am. YouTube, what's up? Um, he really is though, and he's single, ladies yeah, and guys. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, <laughs> only in days that end with a Y. Don't know if he but, swings that way. Um, in any case, I really I'm fucking appreciate that, but uh, about them. But we're gonna go down a different rabbit hole no, no, no. with them. No, 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 no. Well, do you have something to say about that particular? Yes, okay, I, go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. Go it ahead. Was, then I'll go. I'll go no, into some other stuff. Just, that was, and that's why I brought it up before we when, during our break was the appreciation that I have for these guys because it's all about the music. No one fucking knows what they look like. No one knows what their real names are, and that's how they want it. They want you to love them for their music, not for the. I mean, they're you know, Vessel, their their frontman, like covers himself in like black paint, so like you can't even make out like certain features. He's just this, he's this entity. They they are all this entity in these on stage personalities that they have completely separated from their personal lives because they want it to be solely about their art. Well, mm-hmm. and on a smaller scale. Throughout all the seasons of this show, you guys know that we have mentioned this. We appreciate and gravitate toward the bands that make it about the song. Yes. It's not about the drum fill. It's not about the riffs. It's not about the bass groove. It's the fucking song. All of it. It's bands like Polar to us, and I understand you all feel a different way about certain bands, and that, that's completely okay. It's all subjective. It's bands like Polaris, it's bands like Chevelle, it's bands like Sleep Token, it's bands like so many others, but they're taking it to another level. It's a part of their persona. Yep. Anyway. Uh, no, no, I just, I just wanted to, again, I, yeah, I, I'm the, I, I'm I the really, point driver homer, and I just I wanted started, to drive I that started throwing out. shit because it made me like him even more. Um, and I'm, I'm still upset about it. But... I am too. I am too. <laughs> I don't we're hard headed, bro. Look, I'm always like, no, exactly. All right. Him and I so are we're about to, it's... we're about to go a little bit further. Which, you go? So you are the king of taking us deeper. As mm. I understand, the vocalist plays piano while he, while he sings That's sometimes. Yeah. Right? He'll yes. like, he'll like back away from the mic and go play piano and certain. Well, places. and any song that you hear on the record that has piano in it, that yeah. motherfucker's playing it. Like, yeah. and okay. there is a, vi- listen, you're going to love this. There is a video of him playing. I can't remember what song it is. It was on TikTok. I don't remember if it was Rain or no. What's 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 the one song we were listening? <laughs> was it Rain? Euclid. They, it was Euclid. He's playing this song on piano and singing it live, and you can see the tears streaming down his face. Oh, oh, I love to hear that. You, I mean, you can because the the light hits oh, him just man. right. The light hits, and you, because you could almost hear his voice shake a little bit. Hold that thought, because I'm gonna talk about. Oh Lord Jesus! And you can see the tears streaming his makeup, and I'm like, <clears throat> he feels the music. Dude. That's the realest shit I've ever seen. I, that's why they do it. All right. So I'm gonna go in into what I was going to say, and then I'm gonna bring it back to okay, that. Go so for look, it. to play piano. First, I'll I'll say. In all the music theory classes I took in college, they all teach music theory with the piano because okay. it's all laid out there very linearly. 
and it's easier to kind of conceptualize. Whereas on a guitar, <clears throat> it's more two dimensional. So you're going up the string, and down down, down the neck, you know, down the fret. It's it's fucking all over the place. Whereas on a piano, it's very linear, and you can really pick out your scales. You can pick out your chords, and it it just makes more sense on the piano. So to be able to play piano, you do have to understand music theory to an extent. Piano is not one of those instruments you can easily just pick up and play by ear. Partly because almost everything is with sheet music and partly because to understand why the fuck you're playing what you're playing, you really have to understand a little bit of music theory. Whereas guitar, you you really can pick it up more by ear and never know a lick of music theory. Me. The you. whole fucking time, Absolutely. Yeah. everything us. you're doing falls yeah, within the us. rules of music theory. You just don't realize it. and you, you, you just don't know what those rules are. You just know, based on the ear, it just seems to work. Music doesn't have rules. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. But anyway, <clears throat> real, like one, how they incorporate piano into their music, I think is fucking amazing That's awesome. because you you do have bands like piano. uh make them suffer yes, where yep at times the piano seems almost out of place that uh, is yeah. one I negative thing i'll say about that band I'd get the that. piano almost seems out of place it, it's not put in well into the mix like it's not mixed well it you know it's, be careful you, you know, step lightly around mts just, bro it's just kind of weird at times, but with sleep token, it's mixed in perfectly the way it interacts with everything else in the band is perfect. And the only explanation is that these guys have a pretty decent understanding mm-hmm. of, of music, music theory. theory. Well, how do you and how to how do you fit in a drop tune seven string guitar with a piano and with everything else by understanding know. what notes exactly. what what key the piano is playing, what notes the piano is playing, what chords the piano is playing. And knowing and that you have to kind of fit within those, and then to fix oh. your vocals toward it. Exactly, son of a. And then Bitch. do it live. And Play, fucking look, cry playing while you're piano, doing it. Yep. Playing piano while singing is harder, far harder than anything else I've ever tried. That's why nobody talks about like Elton John or Jerry Lee Lewis or Elvis enough. Mm-hmm. Right. So, look. These guys, when you're listening to their songs and, and probably... One of the reasons I appreciate the the instrumentals so much is because these guys understand some music theory. And they understand how different parts can can work well together. And when you listen to these these motherfuckers' songs, I'm saying motherfuckers as like a, a good thing. Uh, a That's good a compliment. Thing. Motherfuckers yeah. is a compliment yeah. around these parts. Hey, you fucking some moms, bro. Hell yeah. Hey, yeah your bro. music fucks. I literally fuck a mom. Hell yeah. That's metal. But anyway, um, these dudes, the changes they make throughout a song. Mm -hmm. It's bonkers. Are so, yeah, that's the only way to describe it. It's it's bonkers. Like, you're going from this piece to that piece and somehow it works? What? And it, it could be like some chill... 
uh, ambient, a little bit of piano, a little bit of some guitar layers and and some um, low-key vocals, and then going into some some down-tuned guitar riffage that just... It just bounces, bro, and it's like bro, fucking it's, it's hell. Down tuned. Oh yeah, oh, it's, it's down. We were low. stringing up that. Well, Tyler was stringing up that Ibanez, and I was watching because I've never strung a Floyd before. But um, and we were listening. I think it was the summoning, and I was like, bro, I don't know if that's like G flat or it's like, like double drop G and like, bullshit like that. What that yeah. is, but it is low. It is yep. very low. But it's like how. How does one's imagination mm-hmm. yeah, stray that like from? that? Like, I've been trying to incorporate some essence of things like that into Screaming Evidence. We do have the one song where we go into that weird bridge mm-hmm. that we, we still have to work on making one? it fit. Is it the one I'm not crazy about? Yep, I think so. Yeah, well, there's a there. couple that you're not crazy no, about. No, there's just the one. That the I'm... one that Sean sung, Sean sung to at practice the other day. No, is that what no, you're that about? Uh, the one where you didn't like it until he sung. The one that like was the full instrumental, sung. and then he's put lyrics to it, and I was like, oh. Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry. Sure. So I'm I'm trying to incorporate some of these things because I find stuff like that extremely interesting, and I don't I don't like when bands just always revert straight to a breakdown it's like bridges don't exist anymore right like you're not allowed to have yeah. this this bridge this that's not like this well yeah in essence a a breakdown is a form of, a of bridge space. but it's it's like not every one of these bridges have to be this heavy no. nope. you know in your face nope. kill a motherfucker yep. piece of the song it's like sometimes it can be kind of chill. Sometimes it can, it can be evoke a different type of emotion. It's a setup. Yeah. It's, a, it's a setup, yeah. And I think, uh, you know, Sleep Token and, and their music are doing such an amazing job of kind of breaking the normal song structure that's out there. And they do it in a way that is... I would say on the same level as like a periphery. Yep. Um, in a different way, uh, like a tesseract. In a different tesseract. way. Or yep. um, yep. what's yep. that? Yeah. That one with tesseract. a new day. Contor- uh, Carnival. 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 You know, and the contortionist. Yeah, those yep. kind of bands are are yep. are deep. Really mixing I up mean, the song structure a lot. Deep in thought. And yep, Sleep Token is doing a great job of that. They're keeping it. But they're they're also they're Polaris also not getting so that. dude. Polaris does it in Polaris a different way, does but Polaris that. does it too. Yeah. Not well, trying to suck them off even more, but, but they, they do. do. Yeah, they yes. they they do mix in up a the more song metal way. In a, metal in a more way. metal, but way. in a metal way. Yeah. But what Sleep Token is doing is they're not going like way out of fucking left field like a dance Gavin dance kind right. of thing. They're keeping it within. Yeah. They they like built a wall Sleep around Token writes chaos. Meaningful songs. Dance Gavin Gan- Dance Gavin Dance writes nonsense. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I don't know that I agree. I go, feel like go, but I feel I'll like say, I'll say kind of. I feel like there's nonsense. a method. to Bro, their they talk madness. about pancakes. Nonsense. <laughs> there, there's a method to their madness. I, I know. Their I lyrics know are there nonsense. Their lyrics are nonsense. Musically, it's not as much nonsense. They're talking about pancakes in one song. Pancakes. 
I don't like pancakes, but some people do. I'm more of a French toast kind of guy. My, yeah. my, those eyes like fire. Like, go look at Sleep Tokens lyrics, then go look at DGDs or whatever. Right, no, so I, anyway. know that, I know that Dance Guy and Dance is shit's way different and weird. But yeah, so anyway, I musically. I would say more like Issues. Because yeah. Issues did a lot of They wrote of a bunch different... of love songs and uh, I grew up bad They songs. did, but <clears throat> when you think about song structure and just kind of doing things a little differently. Yeah. Issues had a lot of stuff that was kind of all over the place yeah. and was real spacey. Um, yeah, but I'd say Sleep Token takes it to a they, way. Dude, there's no one that's level. doing that shit. That's that's too. There's people that are level. doing that there shit, are. but not not the way that they are. And that's where I'm like, they they like, kind of built a fence around some madness. So and my said, thing is, we're the, not going to go too far outside of the this band, fence, but we're going we're going to. We, Kyler we gotta, couldn't get into Carnival, could he? Mm, I think he I might. Don't think he the could. bands that do something similar. Something is lacking, right? So, yes, Dance Gavin Dance does a, a nice job of doing a lot of different shit musically, but they lack lyrically. To you. Their lyrics are fucking stupid. In three of their songs that you've looked up? Dude, I have half of their fucking songs downloaded. Or not downloaded. I know that their lyrics are weird, but I feel, and I could be dead wrong when I say this. You don't pay attention to lyrics, so your there opinion could be, is invalid. Well, I hear some of it when I'm listening to it. There could be a method to the madness some way, somehow. There could be, very well. Yeah. But, in my opinion, they are lacking lyrically. Issues, like you said, they kind of stayed in that love song kind of... Or I grew up bad song. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, a lot of bands... Or I'm a sing about fighting cops. Yeah, that too. They, they, There's something that is missing to make it an elite song from mm-hmm. a lot of the bands that do this just different song composition thing. Whereas, especially at least for me, the newest, you know, take me back to the newest sleep token album. They nail it all, man. There's just, there's every aspect of the song while doing this completely off the wall composition and song structure. They nail it, whether it's musically, sonically, Adding the ambience, the piano, the fucking double drop G tune, seven strings with these gorgeous um, layered vocals, adding hip hop and R and B, adding metal. I mean, there's you know, vessel screaming and some shit. It's just this combination of so many things that they did so incredibly well all at once. And I feel like there's not very many bands out there, if any, that have done something to that level of perfection when it comes to the, just the differences. And they're inviting so many different types of listeners to their music. It goes music. back to the A Day to Remember conversation. They're, that's why we're that, talking That's about why it. I create created this, the topics for yeah. the show is they're, they're inviting so many different people to, hey, come listen to me. Yeah. I got Dude, if you like this, I got it. Look if at me. If you like this, I got it. Look if at you me. you like this, yeah. I resisted like a motherfucker. And then See? finally I was like. tried so hard. I yes. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I. I guarantee, and my wife hadn't told me, but I guarantee she's got a sleep token song on her phone. Guarantee Dude, I told it. Cheyenne the, the other guarantee day, it. I was like, babe, because she likes Bad Omens. I've said that before on the show. And she likes Until I Wake. She even likes some current shit. I said, you would love sleep token yeah i said you'd want to make another baby if if you were yep. listening to sleep token i guarantee sex it. rock sex rock <laughs> so um kind Second of speaking baby to your other point about the dude like crying while he's he's playing mm-hmm. i at one point had a conversation with sean 
and I was I was asking him advice on writing lyrics and trying to finish out song because I can write I can write the rhythm, the lead, the bass. I can even really steer Scotty in the right direction that I want for drums. I could I can even come up with the vocal melodies. What I what I have a hard time with is coming up with lyrics. And so I had this conversation with with Sean where I'm like, dude, I I, I need to figure out how to do this. And and one of these conversations, and I, I've had multiple like that with him, but one of these conversations we had, he he told me that when when he's writing, he tries to write songs that. Every time he plays it, he feels that emotion that he was dealing with or that whatever he that he was he was mm. dealing with at the time. He wants he wants to feel that every time he performs the song. So there's songs like an example of mm-hmm. that we don't play much, but lyrically it's fucking amazing. And Sean loves playing those songs because he gets that lyrically every time. it puts him right back there. Uh-huh. It invokes that that emotion in him when he's performing it, like like he's in the heat of the moment again. And when you had mentioned that, it it brought me back to that conversation with him because clearly. You know, we we've talked a little bit about the depth of these lyrics and how lyrically Sleep Token is is really good, mm-hmm. and how lyrically they are actually invoking emotion, and for it to be such a powerful song that the guy performing it that performs it every fucking day mm-hmm. is live performing it. And it hits him so hard. It proves to you it's about the music. That he is he has got tears running down his face because it put him back into the mm-hmm. moment when that he, he that that inspired the song in the first place. Dude, that is fucking that is that's, metal, that's as, metal fuck. as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's so heavy, dude. It's so fuck I'm heavy. telling you, this album is so fucking heavy dude like the weight of this Mm -hmm. dude i'm telling you there is certain like i've learned in the past week or two that i've really been diving into this record that there's certain times places where i can't listen to it Mm -hmm. like i'm not going to get emotional but like full disclosure a week and a half or yeah two weeks ago i was super emotional about my kid growing up he's hitting all these big milestones he's got teeth now he's he can stand up he's crawling he's doing all this shit and it all happened it seemed like all at once and like none of these sleep token songs are about your kids growing up but the, there's a certain feeling or emotion that they invoke yep. the degree of depth and and weight that these mm-hmm. songs have to them like i couldn't listen I bawled my fucking eyes out because that's why i and i know this is completely different but I feel like you need to give Deftones a chance if you haven't. I've never really dove into them. I know they're super popular. Um, I I couldn't name you one of their songs. It probably won't. Not. It just never really dove it's into It's not going to be the same exact kind of I know music the album by any for means. You. Okay, you're pretty good at that. Cornell Yoken? No. You suck at trying to get me into bands. Diamond He's really Eyes. good. Diamond <laughs> Eyes, you think so? 
Fuck yeah, I think so. What the fuck you mean, bro? Right, Command and Control. He's going to listen to Command and Control. Yeah. Or uh, Tyler Rocket had to give me the shit because he's going to listen to Rocket Skates. Skates is oh, legit, man. Find, Tyler yep. will find that the fucking heaviest Razor. songs no. that a band has <laughs> and send it to me and be like, "All right, hey, listen to this." And I'll yeah. be like, oh, that's heavy as fuck. I like that. And they'll be like, okay, now listen to this. And it's a half step down. I'm like, oh, I guess I was thinking from the, the sleep token standpoint of this more melodic, spacier stuff that Koyo no. Yokin would be the Yeah, yeah but like you tried to get one. me in a mood ring and loathe, and I don't like it. I, I didn't try to get you. I just sent some stuff and said I liked it. Or, well, I mean, whatever. But like, it's like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't do anything for me. Kyler needs to be walked down the journey. I do. Yeah. I have to. I have to. You got to hold my hand if you're going to take me down a path that's not the normal one that I walk. That's like thrice. I ha- I had to walk him through artisan ambulance and then share a few other things. He did. And boy, I th- I, I prefer thrice's like live or live recording stuff. Oh God, it's amazing. More than I do seen the record. Shit live. Yeah, oh, that's a band I'd really like to see God, live. Just dude. To- I do listen but, to their live album. Bro, more Dustin than didn't talk else. to the crowd the whole time. But now, Sleep Token's a Didn't say a, a fucking word. Didn't say a word. Sleep Token's a band that I want to see live because, bro, like, could you imagine, yeah. like, smacking a joint? Well, and, and that's, dude, that's like, <laughs> where I'm thinking. When you, when you had mentioned, me. just, yeah. When you had mentioned, you seen that video where those tears were coming down from his eyes, and this is on a much smaller scale, but, like, I think of when we're as a band together and we finally put something together that we all You talked about that on the previous show. Yeah. Dude, there's no fucking feeling like it. Give me just a second. I'm I'm waiting. We'll put something together. (laughs) And the first or second time, it's like, yeah, that's cool. Bro, you know when it hits you. And the second or third time, even by myself when I'm playing by myself, but normally when I'm with the band... And I feel the bass and I feel the drums and Sean either hits that fucking high raspy scream or he's Dude. singing like when we put Sean's something together scream. all at once, like there's not to me and I understand other people. Sean's have raspy scream out. is like raspy cream, bro. <laughs> bro, there's there's like there's no other feeling. Good night, like everybody. It. There's Look. no feeling like it out there. It is so imperative. When you are writing songs, if that song doesn't mean shit to you, how the fuck do you expect it to mean something to anybody else? Yep. yep. Like so many bands will will write music, and when they're writing the song, they're thinking of what's going to sell. Yep. It's bullshit. They're thinking of what's going to connect well with the audience. Well, here's an idea. You're probably not much different than your targeted audience. Mm-hmm. Why don't you write something that means something to you? Write a song that connects with with you. If it means a lot to you, and if it means a lot to you, <laughs> shout out to yeah, remember. Yeah. So if it does mean a lot to you, it's probably going to connect to others. And the other piece of it is if you're playing, if you're writing music that you don't really connect with. And you're just writing for the sake of hopefully connecting with a, a wide audience or whatever. You're not going to play that music with a lot of passion. Nope. And so, look, when you're writing music, just write music for you. Because if you're not writing music for you, what the fuck is the point? Is that why Thrice is so great? They don't give a so. shit. They do not give a shit. 
it's those four guys in a room together. What are you guys feeling? Is that why Norma Jean is so great? Hey, check this out. Probably. That's what it is. Hey, check this out. You guys like this? Ooh, I like that. Let's run with it. Obviously, that that is contributing to Sleep Token because, you know, that whatever song that was obviously meant so much to Vessel Vessel that... And, and and he was performing Bro, it with such voice passion. Was shaking. Like <laughs> it uh it, it obviously is something he is so passionate about that even as a professional musician could not keep his composure to the absolute extent that, that he is expected to. And he's breaking down in tears and his voice is shaking while performing this song. That song's gotta be something extremely personal. Yeah extremely passionate for for him and if you're not writing music like that that connects with you and that kind of goes back to the the conversation i had with sean where he's writing music that that connects with him and if it connects with other people great and and a lot of what sean writes is vague enough to where you can kind of put your own spin on yeah, it yeah but uh, you right know put your own shit but but you, yeah. you get it. Sean's right. an incredible songwriter. Absolutely. And lyricist. Like, I, yeah. absolutely incredible lyricist. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't write a Nickelback song, bro. I can't write lyrics. Mm, I can't either. Like, nope. So to say that... Sounds come out of my head, not words. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll be the first to admit that I, I, I wish I could. I would, I would love to help you guys, bro. If I could sit down and write a fucking poem, like that would be the coolest. I don't have that. That's what and that's what it is. It is a, poem. it's a poem, dude. It's it is, poetry. If somebody uh, I saw, uh, I believe it was on Twitter. They called uh, they, again genre subgenre. Somebody's trying to create a new one. They were calling sleep token poet po- or poem metal or poet metal. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah makes sense. Yeah, yep. that's what it is. Because I was draining my wiener, but you were talking about making writing a song that mean, means a lot to you, right? Right. Otherwise, you're just trying to sell a record. Exactly. Because I guarantee you, Vessel don't give a fuck about, oh, well, let's see. I mean, obviously you care, but it's like, yeah. He, Bro, and these he's listeners, not doing this to these sell records. These listeners record. nowadays... They don't fall for the bullshit. No. No, no, no. They we don't. don't. We don't. Even people that don't think like we do, they don't fall for the bullshit. People aren't falling for the gimmicks as no. much anymore. People aren't falling for the recycled lyrics, the recycled songs. Um, people are really starving. And I say starving. Yeah. In a literal reason. sense. They are starving for something different. Which is really tough because Which it's hard to be, because point. of the progression of music over the last hundred hundred years, even a little bit more. It's so hard for us musicians nowadays to do something new and different that people will still enjoy. Dude, when I, to your point, when I write a riff, like I'm sometimes, and there's creative parts where i feel like i break out of that box but there's other parts where i'm just riffing on the guitar and i'm like yeah that's been wrote before this has been written this I has was been done. literally getting ready and i'm not i'm not trying to hate on you but so yeah. many times and I, I should say it as your friend but so many times i should be like bro who gives a fuck how many times it's been written 
If it means something to you and it hits you, yeah. who fucking cares? Me, just simply because well, even though I I brought it out, like, but I don't want to be anybody have, else. You have an so, inner struggle, an, an inner desire to, I want to be the most unique guitarist on the planet. I want to constantly write. That's not a... I'm meaning no, that as a I know. compliment. I see where you're coming from. I want to write shit that no <clears throat> one else has written before, and I want to be so unique that everybody knows that this is an original piece. Nobody's I ever think it's a matter, for- and I don't mean to make this about me by any means. We'll get to the next point, but it's a matter of how can I put all of my fucking influences into one, but then sometimes it'll come out to, well, this sounds too much like this one. Or this sounds too much like this one. Uh, so it's like, how can I find point. that middle I'll, piece? I'll, ahead, I'll speak on that because one of my biggest issues trying to write lyrics is every time I go to write lyrics to a song, you know, I'll just kind of write out, you know, what I'm feeling at the time. And I look at it and I'll be like, man, I feel like that's a dime a dozen song. I it's feel like that's, about. Yeah. it's been talked about before. It's been talked about this way before. And you you can only be so metaphorical with things before mm-hmm. you're just way out in left field and it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, but, like, sometimes, dude, I'll listen to songs and I'm like, I feel like I've heard those exact lyrics, almost exact lyrics in another song. But, God damn, it fucking, it, it fits this song. It fits the mood, it fits the emotion they're trying to evoke, and it probably means a lot to that person. And I think it's I think that's and, why I gravitate toward the music and the feel of the song more than I do the lyrics themselves. Right, but, but you like need that's, to understand how much the lyrics mean to the song. You also have to understand that there's not I a, don't there's not a melody or a harmony that hasn't probably already been done in some way. Yeah. Yeah. In music at some point in the last couple hundred years. Yeah. You know how many so times the five, get seven, the fuck eight over it. Oh, scale? fucking God you know knows why? how many. Because it fucking rips, my guy. Somewhat, yeah. It fucking rips. I'm kind of sick of and hearing all the, it. The, yeah. And it makes people feel, when they're when you're yeah. doing, playing, it's There's a blast. There's a certain feel to it. Playing, There's it's a, a blast. That's what so many people are like, yeah. man, this fucking, I mean. Well, here's yeah. the thing. The the five, seven, eight, that is a, that is a, a, a minor. It's a minor scale. Yeah. It is a minor scale pattern. Yep. The Allerion. So, I can't remember how to pronounce there, it. There's a lot of, of no, metal. No, it's just a regular minor pentatonic. There's a name to it. It's a not. Yeah. Anyway, there, there's sorry. a lot of metal that, that's based out of minor scales because it, it's more of a darker, eerie kind of feel to music. And, and major versus minor is, is something considered when, when you're mm-hmm. digging into music theory. Yep of how to invoke motion and what emotions are you going to invoke, which is obviously something that Sleep Token has taken into consideration mm-hmm. because they are using some minor scales, but then sometimes they seem to be using some major, major scales. scales. Um, but also, there's been a couple of songs where I feel like they've done some some key changes. I was literally getting ready and to say that. I'm so glad you said one, that. One thing yes. in music now nowadays is... Bands are almost afraid to change the key mid-song. Periphery isn't. And, well, <laughs> periphery isn't. No. But at Neither the same time, periphery doesn't doesn't stray too far from it either. 
No, they bring it back. Valamaya yeah, changes their keys too. Yep. But it's there. There's also times where you might think they've changed the key, but they they might have just used more of the dissonant positions yeah. within yeah, that it could scale, just be like a pitch thing. Yeah, yeah. So there's you know dissonant positions within a scale that you can use that. Um, We're giving y'all an, Tyler's giving y'all an education. You got eight positions in a scale. Your first, third, fifth, and seventh are your mo- most harmonic. And then your second and sixth position are your most dissonant. Yeah. Um, Unless you're so sometimes, hmm. That's an octave chord. So anyway, yeah, do, doing different things within the scale um, and the different chords that you can use out of those, diatonic chords you can use out of those, um, you can really fuck with the feel of a song while staying within that same key. But when you completely switch the key, you fucking know it. It, is a switch it almost feels like a completely different well, song. And I feel like Sleep Token has done that in a few songs where I'm like, dude, Ascension. it Bro, is so Ascension. hard to do that and make it work. And on a much smaller scale, there's an August Burns Red song I sent to you last year. And I don't remember if you remember this, but I think it was, I'll look it up here shortly once you guys are talking or making a point, but... I heard it, and I remember hearing this, and I sent it to you, and I'm like, dude, just listen for the key change. Like, listen when they change this key. And this is, to me, was not popular for them at the time. And they played this. Tell me what song it is. I, I can't remember. You I'm probably to haven't heard song it. That they changed their key. You probably haven't heard it because it's some of the newer-ish stuff. Um, but, it like, when they changed key, like, it sat me back in my seat like, I didn't hear yeah, that coming. I didn't expect thing. that. Bands jump from octave to octave, you know, different variations within the same pitch, within the same, you know, a different pitch within the same key. Been doing that forever, but there are several songs on this new Sleep Token record where there'll be a little pause, a slight, you know, a slight pause where they completely, it's almost like you said, it's like two different songs because they completely yep. change the key. But they give you a second to take a breath, and then they're like, they hit you with it, and you're like, oh, that's like, that's a whole different key, bro. Yeah, and it but, sounds good. But to make it flow and sound good, and and kind of ease, ease that transition so it. that it doesn't. Yeah, they spit on it. Copyright, bro. Copyright, bro. I'll throw a gate. I love it. I'll throw a gate. Shout out ABR, one of the best live bands I've ever seen. Just throwing that out there. So, yeah, I've kind of went into depth, you know, my take with Sleep Token. Um, You know, what what else do you guys have? You know, that's kind of all I had. I just, again, I do want to apologize because I have, you know, talked an unnecessary amount of shit about them for no good reason because I was just too stubborn to actually give it a real shot and was really just annoyed at the fan base um, because they had, and I, I'm not backing down from that. I think that a lot of y'all sleep token hardcore the crazy fans side. are a little much. I, yeah. It's a little much. A uh, little weird. I, it It is a little weird. Um, but you're passionate about it. And I respect the shit out of that. Yep. Because you're passionate about it for the right reasons. You're passionate about it because you know, you love the music. You love that they are all about the music. You love the personas, the masks, the, the masks, the 
obscurity of them as as individuals, and that's cool. Um, so I do I being a man and apologizing for it. Um, I love them. They're they're they are some of the best songwriters out right now, and I uh, I'm gonna keep jamming this this new record because it's uh it's an absolute it's an absolute masterpiece. It's an incredible record. Um, and I, I think that similar to, you know, tying it back to our day to remember conversation, I think that they are a perfect example of one of those bands that's able to bring and has been able to bring, uh, multiple different fan bases to the metal genre, um, and, and, and kind of bring them into this family. And I saw a tweet It's becoming today. cool. Metal has become cool. It's becoming cool. And it's so cool to see, um, I saw a tweet it's the other because day. Because of bands Preston, like that, I think you sent it. It is bare tooth, bare tooth, a little bit. Data yeah. remember, uh, I, I prevail. would say a lot of it is gym culture too. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Most people in the gym yep. are listening to some kind so, of metal yep. or hard rock or something like yep. that. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's uh it's one of those things that Preston, I believe you sent me a tweet today or yesterday that oh sorry Tyler that was about um that what I just said about how metal is basically becoming cool and we're seeing all these new fans come in. Um, and that's what we want, right? Oh yeah. We it's, love it. We, yeah. We, we don't want to be obscure. We want you we to be a lived, part of this. We have us. lived as metalheads yeah. in obscurity for decades. Yep. We have always been the outcasts. We've always been the weird kids, the uneducated devil worshipers. Like yep. we've talked about on this show before. Well, Satan. And it's it's awesome to pretty much the vast majority of us, you know, no longer feel like that because there's so there's such a big culture now in in this genre of metal. And I don't give a we don't give a fuck about your subgenres. It's just metal, and we're all here for it. Or we all love it because you know this ain't fucking radio country where somebody else is writing a goddamn song and you just got a pretty voice and you sing it or mm-hmm. whatever it is. So Tyler, go ahead. Yeah. So I was uh, sitting at Chipotle about Whoa, a week or two Chipotle. ago. Chipotle gives me food poisoning every time I eat it. Oh, that's well, sucks for you. It's delicious. Hot hand anyway. burrito. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, so look, I'm sitting at Chipotle one day. I. Uh, I was on my way home. I stopped at a at an exit and grabbed some Chipotle nearby. Went ahead and sat down and ate because I didn't feel like driving the extra fifteen minutes home. To, it had been all soggy. It had been soggy and somewhat cold. Yeah. So I'm sitting there by myself at Chipotle, eating my burrito, and this dude is in line, cashing out, and I seen on the back of his shirt the crescent currents. Moon. The crescent, the, the crescent moon. Yes, he sent it to us, and and I like snuck out my phone and I was like looking around, like hey, you know, I don't want to be a creeper here, but I like took a picture of it and I sent it in the group chat. This dude walks around, and I swear it reminded me of Kyler May because he's wearing these nice ass like certain type of leather like almost square toe fucking cowboy boots kind of thing. And I'm like, this dude is a fucking hick. Yes, sir. And he's wearing a A current current shirt shirt. with with blue jeans. And he's walking in front of me, going to sit down somewhere. I was like, hey, what did you think of that new album? And it's like he knew instantly. Like he he took one one brief 
millisecond to to think about what the fuck I just said. He was like, "Dude, I fucking loved it." Because like, his, he just, his guard he just probably knew. went up at first. When he just you he just out, knew you know? what what was on his on his shirt and everything. Yep. And so we sat there for like three minutes uh, with him just holding his food in front of me while I'm still eating my burrito. So he's probably a little a little upset about that. But we were <laughs> sitting there fucking talking about currents, and then he seen this band and that band, and I seen this band and that band. We got to talk about how awesome it was and. You know, I Polaris had just dropped, so I was like, hey, man, you listen to Polaris? He's like, fuck yeah, I listen to Polaris. I was like, but did you listen to the new Polaris? He <laughs> said, what? New <laughs> Polaris, question mark? <laughs> he was like, I guess I'm about to check it out. I well, was you're like, fucking it's... inhumane. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's going to change your life. And then, uh, you know, he went and sat down and whatnot. And then I, you know, I went up and talked to him for a second. I was like, you know, you listen to podcasts at all, you know, listen to our podcast, let us know what you think. But we, we've talked about that exact scenario on the podcast before where one breaking the stereotype, but then two, when you see somebody out 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 there and they're wearing a band tee and it's like, Yep. yep, we're best friends. Preston's got a Mammoth yep. shirt on right yep. now. That's fucking dope. Yep. I love it. I bought but this dude, it's... last year, and I, I had wore, I think I wore this to a show we had played at the Buckeye City Sports. Motor I had a couple sports, of people yeah. come up to me and talk to me about Mom. <clears throat> it's it is an instant. Anytime you see it, dude, I, I've yeah. done it so many times. I'll see somebody in a motionless shirt, or I'll see somebody in an era shirt, or whatever it might be, and I'm just like, hey, man. That's metal as fuck. We got to talk about this because you and I, we're, we're the same, you and me. Yep. I, and, uh, <coughs> it's sorry, super, go ahead. It's just super cool. I didn't know that the dude was a fucking country boy, and uh, that hits home for me because I've talked about it on this show before mm-hmm. is I'm all about breaking the stereotype, man, and like I've talked about African-Americans in metal. Like people see an African-American, not everybody. I'm just saying there's a stereotype that, oh, all they listen to is hip-hop mm-hmm. or rap. I'm like, no, no, no. There's a lot of metalheads out there. One dude I follow on TikTok's a fucking 80 million times better guitarist than I'll ever be. He's an African-American guy. He's got dreads and everything. And that dude fucking shreds and he's metal to the fucking core. And I love it. I'm like, more of that, please. Like, give me more diversity in metal. And I feel like metal is one of the most diverse um, music genres out there. And I fucking love it. Because, dude, when it comes to music, fuck the fucking stereotypes, dude. Like... I, I get so, like, dude, and I get it at work. Like, I remember once, <laughs> so we had, <laughs> I'm about to, <laughs> you bastard. So I'm about to take us down a slight rabbit hole. It'll be real quick, but we had a meeting. Did you have something beforehand no, before it's he fine. does? Go Are ahead. you sure? I'll, I'll remember. Okay. okay. We had a meeting in Indianapolis for work, and again, I, I work in the agriculture industry. Um, We had a meeting in Indianapolis, and we were doing, like, this thing where we were, kind of like trying to express our personalities through music i was like well this is perfect so everybody's got like an intro song right when they get introduced and it was like fucking luke bryan and taylor swift and all this shit mine was sovereign by bleed from within <laughs> and <laughs> they're laughing because if you haven't heard sovereign by bleed oh from it's within, a banger you know what the fuck Jeez. it is. It is about. a fucking metalcore masterpiece. Yep. It is Scottish metalcore at its fucking finest. And after the event, like people were coming up to me like, Really? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> I don't listen to country music. Yeah. And they're like, Seriously? I'm like, 
yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, I, I'm a fucking metalhead. Like, that's what I listen to. I listen to metal music. I'm like, it's so much better than anything else yep. out there. Like, I promise you, I don't give a fuck what you listen to. Yep. What I listen to is better, and yeah, I'm going to be chesty about it because it's better. It's yep. more complex. It evokes more emotion. It takes more skill. It takes yep. more thought. Yep. It's better. Suck yep. my dick. And there was just some people that were like, there were some people that like when it played, they were like, oh god, what is soft right? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm fucking head back. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm oh, losing my shit, man, dude. And walking in like it's a fucking WWE match. I did, bro, and it was so cool. And and I did it on, I because I could have picked a better, I I could have picked a song that described me better, because that's that song doesn't necessarily describe my personality. Yeah, but I was like, these motherfuckers are gonna know what I'm all about. Because yeah. I hadn't met some of these folks before. And I was like, okay, sovereign it is. And there was people that were like, you could see it on their face. They were like, ew, why is he screaming? And I'm like, because it's metal as fuck, bitch. That's why. <laughs> so, but it's all about breaking the stereotype. People look, and I've said it before, and it's just like the guy you ran into at Chipotle. Yep. If he didn't have a current shirt on. I'd, I'd assume he was no a country, never had no clue. <laughs> country bumpkin motherfucker, yep. and absolutely, I'd, I would have been content with just, hey, I'm in Fayette County, so like that's what I normally are. see. But I see. seen, I seen that that little crescent moon. I was like, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, current. I seen the crescent guy. moon and that skull. And the three yep. we're besties. Yes. <laughs> so it's all about breaking the stereotype. We want everybody here. We want everybody. I don't give. We might shit talk your favorite band. We will, but that's what, dude. That's okay. We go back and forth, the three of us, all the time, and it's it's <coughs> fine. It's all it's all subjective, but it's just the umbrella of yep. hard rock and heavy metal. Be a music. part of it with us. Be a part of it with us. I don't no. give a shit about your religion. I don't care about your race. I don't care about your sexual orientation. I don't care about no. your upbringing. You can find something in this realm, in this genre of music, that will speak to you. I promise you. Yep. Join us. The water's warm. Mm -hmm. Come on in. Tyler, the cookies you had a, are good, too. They are. The beer and the whiskey's Where the pretty fuck are the cookies? Too. Yeah, we ain't got cookies. In the, in the house, bro. Where in the fuck did we get ice cream? <laughs> Where the fuck did we get ice cream? <laughs> I don't care your mental capacity. <laughs> you come on in. The Ringer is my favorite movie no, of all so time. No, so what I was going to say is I was at the yeah, zoo a couple weeks. I was at the zoo a couple weeks ago, and I seen this dude just booking it down. Uh, he was probably trying to meet up with some people. He had a cryptic shirt on. Oh, no way. Really? Hell yeah. I haven't heard shit from those dudes in like a year. I believe they broke up. That makes sense. Yeah. But like, I seen him with that shirt, and I, dude, I was literally like about Whoa. to abandon my children and go <laughs> track this dude down. Fuck them kids. But like, he had, he had just disappeared in the crowd and i was like for anyone that doesn't know cryptic is a is a local band out of lancaster i believe yep. lancaster ohio uh, apparently they broke up um but we played a lot of shows with them and they were great dudes yeah had some people, awesome man. songs very new metal very like mm -hmm. rap, rap and hip-hop infused yep. and um you know, to see someone repping a local band like that at the fucking Columbus Zoo, out of the blue, I was like, that is fucking awesome. Yeah, yep. dude. It gives you an awesome feeling inside when you see somebody out and about wearing a band shirt. 
Or like dude, even a local band shirt though. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Like when you're driving down the road, and normally my music's always up pretty loud. I can't really hear what's going on. But sometimes I'll have the music turned down. I'll hear somebody jamming something that I like, and I'm like. I'll, dude, I'll, yep. I'll throw the horns up. I was yep. driving down 71 the other day coming home from uh, Iron yep. Pony. I had to get I, – I bought a new sound system for my bike. So I was up at I was up at Iron Pony. I was coming back. And I'm driving down 71, and there's this car. This is an SUV or something that had a Currents decal, had an Era decal, had all these different bands, their, their decals on the back windshield. And I was driving by, and I just fucking threw the horns up out the window, and they threw them right back at me. It's like, bro, it's like the biker wave. It's It's like the biker wave. Is it not? Oh, absolutely. The horns is like the biker wave. Absolutely. It's a brotherhood. You just, you know it, you see it, you acknowledge it. You don't even have, it's it's an unspoken bond. Yep. It's a dude. I was on my way to an appointment one day down in Cincinnati and couldn't hear what the dude was listening to, but I'm like, about to be zooming by this guy and I can kind of see and he's fucking head banging and shit (laughs) and I fucking I slow down and I got traffic behind me I don't give a fuck I slow down I like get window low I'm like (laughs) (laughs) fuck yeah metal horns and he was like yes fucking kept going I was like yeah let's go he knew he knew that's what it's all about man there's nothing like it dude there's nothing nothing like it it. and that's uh, again we, we've talked about it so many times on this show, but it's all for good reason because that's what this show is all about. It's all about the Metal Brotherhood. It's all about trying to get more and more and more and more people into it because this is there is something for everyone here. It is it is the most universal, unifying in, in a in a divisive world. This is something that can bring everybody mm-hmm. together and speak. same as sports. Yeah, absolutely. Same There's, as sports. Yeah, dude. Both talks about it. There yep. is there is nothing the ultimate unifier. There is nothing that can unify you like music. And we want as many people in this pool with us as possible. Um so what a great conversation about a day to remember sleep token, man. That was awesome. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know these are both super popular bands and I'm sure everybody listening is if you're not a gigantic fan, you've at least listened to some songs and maybe this will make you go back and dive into them a little bit more, and that's always our goal. So um, looking forward to having uh, the guys from Sour Blood, the guys from Waste of White coming on. Um, before we get out of here, just want to make sure you guys don't have anything else you want to wrap up. I'm just thankful that my thoughts about both of those bands were able to come alive in this podcast. Because, like I said, I wasn't able to exactly put it into words, and I kind of held out for until this you podcast. got until the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I held out for the show, and I at the beginning I was honestly like. I felt like I wasn't able to explain what I was feeling or what I meant very well. But as the show the went space, on, it's all about what yes, happens as in the here, show man. went on, like, especially once we got into sleep token, I, I seen you guys light up and it's like, that's why you fucking thought of a day to remember. It's like putting wires That's together, exactly bro. That's exactly why he thought of a yep. day to remember. So I'm I'm just thankful that we were able to. And it still does that for you after almost 20 episodes. Yeah. It still brings that to life. And that's, yeah. Tyler, you said at the beginning of the show, if there's anybody out there listening that's local or somewhat close, that's a musician, that's a music fan, that's a loyal listener, that feels like this could be therapy for you, that you could come on here and have these conversations and, and, and let this shit out and, and lay on. some topics on, please let us know. We will make it happen. Yep. This is a show for the people, for you guys. This is not some fucking exclusive club. Nope. We're just regular dudes. And we had somebody comment on our YouTube, uh, one of our YouTube videos that said, you guys seem like some of the most down-to-earth regular guys 
that are just having a blast doing this, and, and it was it the perfect because example. we are. That's what That's we what are. It is. This is we're we're just dudes being dudes. That's all yeah. it is. So if you want to come on the show, you got some shit to say, you got some shit to get off your chest, or you you've got some insights you want to lay out. Let us know. Even if you can't come on the show, shoot us a DM. Drop a comment. Do something. Let us know. Give we'll us bring, topics. We'll bring your topic to life on the show. Yep. We want to incorporate our listeners as much as humanly possible because um, this is your guys' show just as much as it is ours. You guys are screaming idiots with us. So thank each and every one of you for listening and tuning in each and every week. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers who have uh, given us their time and their $5 a month to get instant access to all of our content, as well as all of our bonus episodes that we do. Um, if you want t-shirts, please reach out to us. Let us know. We'll make it happen. We'll get them shipped to you. Um, sizes small to 3X, 30 bucks a piece. Let us know. Uh, follow all of our social media handles at TSIS Podcast. Interact with us, please. We love interacting with Bring you guys. It. Um. Yeah, what a great show! Again, thank thank you all. We love each and every one of you. And until next time, we are the Screaming Idiots. Peace, love, dove. <laughs>